Welcome to T Dolda. Oh, do it again. Welcome to T Dolda. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're killing What's me, bro. good with you, bro? <laughs> yeah. Hey, drink some more beer. Generous podcast brought to you by Resilient Real Estate. Wow, a lot of content. Uh, before we get into it, though, I do want to start with, I have a feeling this is going to be a very good episode. And actually, we're going to do two episodes tonight because we have UFC this weekend. We have World Series. And we got the start of the NBA. Well, that's about as much we'll talk about the NBA started. But you know why I have a feeling it's going to be a good episode? Whenever it's like one of those nights where it's like, Wayne comes in a little bit buzzed, <laughs> I feel like, it's a good start to the episode because, yeah, he get, he, okay. he just gets it off. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start with that. I Blaine had a few drinks to start, and whenever that happens, for some reason, it's just better content. It, it gets fun. It gets, it fun. gets fun. I've had a lot of margaritas tonight, and that'll be golden rule drink of the day. Was Blaine's margaritas pregame? Fuck yeah. Um, we got to start where we always start is college football. Uh, we had a huge week last week in college football. And it's not even close to what we're going to get this weekend on the slate for week nine. But let's start with week eight. And let's start with Oklahoma State. That was the biggest game, the biggest upset. So Oklahoma State gets knocked off by Iowa State. What do you guys have on this game? Yeah, Oklahoma State obviously going undefeated through the first eight weeks of the season was unexpected, I would say. Um, they ran into an Iowa State team that we expected to kind of be flip-flopped in their shoes. Yeah, We all right. anticipated Iowa State to be a very big contender in the Big 12 this season, and uh, they, they got shocked right there. I mean, it, w- it wasn't too much of a shock. I mean, I yeah, think... they were underdogs I mean, the they, Yeah, actually, surprisingly enough, Iowa State was the favorite going into the game. Um, but that's a good football team, you know? And I, and I actually like the fact that they lost because it just makes the Big 12 a little more exciting, in my opinion, to be honest with you. Because you look at the landscape of the Big 12 now, you obviously have Oklahoma at the top. You've still got Iowa State, who only has one loss in conference. You've got Oklahoma State, who has one loss in conference. And you have Baylor, who has one loss. Yeah, don't sleep on Baylor. Don't sleep on any of those teams, to be honest with you. I mean, correct that Oklahoma is the only team that has a chance for playoff implications at this point. More than likely, I would say. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of college football, all four of those teams are very competitive and very solid. I could see uh, Oklahoma losing to any of them. Who do you rate? How do you rate those four teams in the Big Twelve? Um, you can't, you can't discredit Oklahoma at the top. They've still done what they've needed to do until they lose. Until they lose, they're number one. We're gonna talk more about Oklahoma in a minute, just yeah. because of their last game. Um, but you, you give Oklahoma their credit at the top of that list, obviously. But past that, from what we saw this past weekend, I wouldn't want to play Iowa State. I'd put Iowa State at two coming off a big win, and I think that's kind of what we expected. But credit to Matt Campbell and his team. I mean, credit or credit not, but they don't perform as well as they should toward the end of the season. We saw that last year as well with them where they became a huge factor at the end of the season, playing Oklahoma within seven points of the championship game and then blowing out Oregon in the Fiesta Bowl. And they dropped a game early last year. And the same thing happened this year where, to be honest with you, if they played Iowa again right now, I think they beat Iowa. I think we can all pretty much agree with that. I agree. No, based I, on what we saw, based on where it's at, I think um, they they lost at home to them. Mm-hmm. It's the same old story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they do that. Yeah. I, I, what I was impressed with was is Brock Purdy. Yeah. Purdy, Purdy as well as I was Dude, say, Purdy. Oak State game. D was really good going into this game, and 
It wasn't Brees Hall running all over him. It was mm-hmm. Brock Purdy put it up on him, 303. Xavier um, Hutchinson and um, well, Charlie got, Kohler, their tight end. Well, we got on that touchdown getting called back. Yeah. Probably. I don't even want to spend fucking time on that because it was so ridiculous. Yeah, the the taunting call, Xavier Hutchinson went for, like I think it was like a, literally a 50-yard touchdown run, mm-hmm. slant. Um, Purdy threw him, and it wasn't even a, like, tr- it wasn't a, true a true high step. No, it wasn't. It was like a half high step. He looked behind, maybe extended his stride a little bit, and they called the touchdown back. Probably one of the worst calls I've ever seen in my life. It was yeah. awful. Legitimately. I mean, regardless, um, Iowa State wins the game, so it's not like it impacted them much. I have them at the number two spot right now. Excited to see them continue because I still think that they could – I mean, where Oklahoma's playing right now, Iowa State's a factor. Yeah. Whether absolutely. whether we thought so after they lost to Iowa and Baylor or not, they're a factor. Um, in the three spot, I've got Oklahoma State. You know, they're still a good football team. They only lost by – you know, three points in that football game. It was a really good football game if anyone watched it. Yeah. And then Baylor. Baylor, you know what? Not a lot of expectations for Baylor coming into the season, but guess what? They're going to sneak a win by somebody. And they already beat Iowa State, okay. ironically enough. Aranda did a really good job of coming in there and fixing that defense really fast because it was mm-hmm. always Baylor with a bad defense, Baylor high-scoring offense, and they're the opposite Right, that now. Jalen Hurts-Baylor game with uh, Charlie Brewer a couple years back was like 70 to yeah, 60. Yeah, it's know, not were, that same team. Big games. No, absolutely. But they're a good team. You yeah, know, they're good. Give they're them solid. credit, too. I think the Big 12 is a lot more competitive, and those are exciting football games. And I think a lot of people, again, Texas has kind of fallen off, but Texas is still one of those teams that has good football games. They, they've beaten good teams, too, and they're still a team that can beat good teams. They still have one. They still have the best running back in the conference right there, We're gonna possibly talk, in the nation. I want to talk about the Big 12 a little bit later on um, based on some other things we're going we're gonna to bring up. So I want to save some of that actual Big 12 talk because I kind of do agree with you and kind of don't on that point. Um, but let's move on to the other games. The other team we just mentioned, Oklahoma, they squeezed by Kansas. They were losing, like, 13 to 3 at half? That is 10 nothing. 10 nothing. They, they didn't score a point. Okay, half. that's yeah, what it was. It was, it was 10 nothing. 10 nothing at half. Kansas sends out those tweets from their football account. Awesome. Saying, get to the stadium. Literally anybody. Free entrance, anyone. Anyone. Come to the field. Come to the field. We need you here. Something crazy is happening. I love it. Something's wild. So you like it? Oh, I love it. It's not embarrassing. Right? No. Okay. Kansas is already an embarrassment. That, yeah, that's my <laughs> kind of take on it. They're already embarrassing. So what? You know, yeah. I mean. How many times has Kansas in the last, you know, five years been in a position where they could beat no. anybody? It's a basketball school. To be school. honest with you, right? I mean, not even like, yes, they they beat an FCS team this year. You know what I mean? Other than that, they don't have a win, right? Yeah, they're terrible. So they're bad. And then last year they didn't win a game. And they're, they're and the little- year before that, I think they won one. Like they haven't beaten a conference team. And the fact that they were even competitive against Oklahoma is a big deal. To be honest no, with you, winning at halftime is a big deal. Winning at halftime is a big deal, you know. And like I said, they they fought that entire game. I think they only lost, but within I think it was a twelve point final score difference. So I mean, even that to me is a win. That shows that that Kansas football coach, you know, he's new. Yeah, he's from Buffalo. They won thirty five twenty three. Yeah, it's close. So twelve points. Yeah, and yeah. my thing is too. It's not like this was a new Oklahoma team. We were talking about Oklahoma's ready to roll now with Caleb Thompson and Williams. Nick Williams sorry. And it felt like the same old thing. It close, felt like the yeah, Rattler. The Rattler yeah, Oklahoma I mean, team. They ended up close, having a good second half. I mean, but close games not against even, not even inferior opponents. No, half. not great. Like, not a great second half, to be honest with you. Like, it was, it was like a bad game. down play saved them. You know what I mean? Like, they can't give credit to Kansas. I mean, I know we Much have already. Credit. But, I mean, it was not an easy win for the – from not even, like, bias aside, like, objectively, probably the worst football program in the country right now. Yeah. As far as like at least for sure, big power five for sure. Power, them or Arizona, I yeah, mean, they're right there. Both them, of them. them, Arizona but, and Vandy. 
Like that would be the best. They should have a playoff for just dumpster I mean, fires. Neutral site. Who wins? Who's the favorite in those games? If like Vandy, Kansas, and who? Arizona and Arizona. Mm. I think Vandy's the best out of those three. I go Vandy, Arizona, Kansas. Arizona almost beat Washington. I go Arizona. I go Arizona. Kansas. Kansas really lost to Oklahoma. I mean, weirdly enough, I mean, well, Vandy. Well, who did Vandy? Vandy beat UConn, and Vandy almost beat Stanford. So you got to get. No, nah, they lost by like fourteen. But it was close. Until so the actually, no, no, no. It's UConn. But UConn's not Power Five. They're not considered Power Five. Okay, true. So it has. To, I say Power Five. So, so Power Five specifically. We're getting off subject here. Yeah, yeah. We're getting off. Subject That's fair here. though. Yeah, it's a fair comment. It's a fair. No, I like, but what, I like Kansas. Out of those three, dude, like they Kansas. look good, and I actually think that coach. I think the coach did, has done a great I'm job. Going Arizona or Vandy? Oklahoma's been making everyone look good. That is a good point. They're not a bad conference. One one possession <laughs> game. Hey, one one possession game. Nebraska. One possession game. West Virginia. Everybody, dude. Kansas State. Literally, everybody. who is week one? Tulsa. Tulsa. Yeah. Tulsa. Tulsa. Why do you I say, say it every time. Always. <laughs> Like, oh, and you like time. bring it up, which is the weirdest part. Is you're no the one talks that, about Tulsa, no one's talking about it. Blade Times at Tulsa. You're the one talking about it. I fucking say Tulsa until I Tulsa shirts on sale now on TD Podcast. <laughs> Tulsa, buy them. All right. Speaking of squeaking out wins, Bearcats get pushed a little bit. They're they don't look great. They play Navy in Annapolis and they fucking barely win. Win by seven. Yeah. I, I that safe. Fair to say. I mean, Navy had the ball to go tie yeah. as the last possession through a pick. Yeah, they 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 win the game regardless. Um, it's just my life testing me in front of my face. Here's what I want to say about this. And I mentioned it a little bit to Kay Moore last night. That's all I got. And See why I got heated last night. I got heated. Out of nowhere brings this up to me. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to save it. Or actually, he told me to go save it, it. Save that energy. Save, save it. And I'm kind of calmed down a little bit. But we're so hard on the non-Power Fives that are good when they get pushed a little bit by mm-hmm. a team in their conference, right? So wh- whatever the team may be, if it if it was UCF a few years ago, if it's Boise State years before that, if they don't win by four touchdowns every fucking week, it's like, oh, well, I guess they're not that good. They don't deserve to be there. And we're now we're punishing Cincinnati across the national media. It's they don't deserve to be in the playoffs. They're not the second best team in the country. And it's complete and utter bullshit because we don't have that same energy with what we just said, Oklahoma. Oklahoma just fucking barely lost. We kinda, or barely, we kinda have that energy for Oklahoma. But though. but like, their I rank think, hasn't think, changed. But we're yeah, we're not neither are Cincinnati's. But if Oklahoma yeah, runs the table, but, they're no, in. No, it's a quicker trigger. Yes. Oklahoma trigger. Oklahoma runs the table, they're in. Regardless. Cincinnati might not get in if they run the table. True. That's the problem I have with it because they said, Oh, you know, their conference is bad. They it, didn't get if past. If Cincinnati's maybe. schedule looked like Oklahoma's Six point win, three point win, six point win against teams inferior to them, they would be ranked ten. So but, yeah. So to your point, you're saying that yes, like Oklahoma losing this game by, like Cincinnati losing or only winning this game by seven is a way bigger impact than Oklahoma, if they only won by seven points. Yes, because it's yeah, a way bigger. Like impact. you said, if, yeah. If, yeah. And, the and committee you, looks at it went out, and you disagree. Yes, I completely disagree because yeah. it's about one, who's the better team. And their quality wins, right? Mm-hmm. That's to me. Right now, Cincinnati's quality win is better than Oklahoma's. It's kind of better than anyone in the it's country. It's better than Ohio State's. <laughs> Weirdly it's, enough, it's better than most. <laughs> yeah, like, right. it sounds dumb, but I mean, I'm a Notre Dame fan, but those Fighting Irish are still winning football games. It's, 
You could be. You could argue Cincinnati's quality win is better than anyone else who's in the country. They cover besides every week. Oregon, except Oregon. Yeah, Oregon except, has the best win. Yeah, Oregon has the best win, and potentially Michigan this week, or whoever wins the Michigan State Michigan game. Are you calling it already? We'll get into it. Ooh, yeah, maybe foresight. But regardless, we're so hard on. Not, I know we're Bearcat Nation and we're Bearcat Podcast, but we're so hard on these non-power fives. Like, why can't they just be a good football team that maybe one week they got pushed and didn't play perform completely well? And they still won the game. Yes. Yeah. Well, to two points. For me, going undefeated is hard, period. Hey, you have a sick, sick-ass sick shirt, though. Thanks, Doc. Hanger 24 yeah, Brewing, Hanger, shout out. Had to, had to say that. Yeah, no, Hanger Redlands, a good spot. We went there. Yeah, it is, it is a good shirt. My yeah. bad. Thank you. No, you're I two po- your two points. No, Go thank ahead. you. But going undefeated is hard, period, for me. Like Regardless. Any conference, Power 5, non-Power 5, FCS, FBS, college, NFL, going undefeated is hard. There's a reason why not a lot of teams do it. There's a reason why there's only one Power 5 team right now. Well, okay, you got a couple. You know, Cincinnati's not one of them. Oklahoma, Georgia. You know what I mean? There's, there's, a, there's a reason why there's only two. Right. So... Cincinnati should not be judged unfairly based on their schedule because if they go undefeated, because going undefeated is hard in general, right. like I'm saying. However, we do have there is an impact on schedule. Like you can't, you do we do at the end of the day have to have to talk about, that. and that's why SEC gets two teams in almost every year into the playoffs or not the best. Every, team, not every year. Okay, well the best team in the SEC it's been is one a while. or two. It's been a while. Since the best team in the SEC is one or two in the rankings true, true. every year. Mm-hmm. But they don't necessarily win every year. But the point being is that. We do have to, you do have to put in account the schedule. Like that is a factor. You do have to put it in the account because at the end of the day, this Cincinnati team, yes, we all believe probably goes undefeated in, you could say the big 12 this year or the ACC or one of those, like you yes. replace them with Oklahoma. I don't see a team that I would pick over them. Yeah. I right agree hundred percent. Um, so yeah, this year, but in other seasons, like, you know, UCF saying they're the national champions, like, come on, probably not. They were a good football team, but I don't think they're as good as the Cincinnati team was. No, they're you not. Know, I don't. So, like, this Cincinnati team is definitely built different. They're strong up front. They have a great defense. They have a veteran quarterback. Like, this is probably the best Power 5 team I've seen since the Boise State team beat Adrian Peterson the Fiesta. And they might be better than that team. Right, because they have a better got, quarterback. And they got two, a first and a second round corner mm-hmm. on both sides. Absolutely. They got a first round defensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Like, they're fucking good. Mm-hmm. And... So question, do, do these wins, you know, these close wins, does it say more about Cincinnati or does it say more about Oklahoma? I'd say in this this case, the Oklahoma-Kansas is definitely says more about Oklahoma. I agree because Kansas versus Navy, I think Navy wins that game. Oh, I agree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I agree. And, Cause, also- cause, and here's the other thing. Navy, Army, these, you know, the military schools – they're not easy to like blow out no. either because they control the football and they, they just grind they, you. They run 55 times a game. Yes, and I know and that they, because and they hit Notre Dame the plays them all the fucking time. Here's yeah. the other argument I want to make based on this too, what we're hard on, and which is my problem with the committee as well, is the biasness on – we always want to talk about, okay, but who's the better team, mm-hmm. right? It always comes back to that. It's like, okay, they lost early, but who's the better team now? We're seeing that with Ohio State right now is everyone's jumping on the Ohio State bandwagon. They're the better team right now, and that's why the people are shitting on Oregon, saying, 
they're not the better team. You know what I mean? They're they're not as good as they were. They lose Verdell, which is fair argument. I knew this was coming. Again. No, no, but it's not round, round and round we go. But it's not about the, the those two teams at all because I agree. I think Ohio State's a top two, top three team in the country right now. They're playing unbelievable. But we never had that same energy with Cincinnati, saying that they're just a good team. Like it's never about their team. We always reflect to their schedule yeah. when it's their argument. And I That's don't think true. it's fair. I don't think it's fair the way we treat. And I'm not even going to say Cincinnati. I'm going to say the non-Power 5 schools. The, no, they to- could have easily replaced Notre Dame in that playoff game against Bama last year and put up a probably a better game. Probably and, the same and, game. I don't think or, I mean, does, Notre Dame was but good. Does it, but does it, does it matter, no, though? No, it doesn't. But but they deserve that spot, and they might not get that spot again because of what, what you're saying. I agree with you. My only fear is Cincinnati doesn't take care of business one week, and we never get to see – what the committee actually does, and the committee gets bailed out. Yeah, I want to put the pressure on the but, fucking committee. But again, a one-loss Cincinnati should not get in. Period, though. Would you agree with that? No, I agree. They're okay. they're done. I mean, they're there's toast. no there's no L's on their schedule that they can take that make any sense. No, it doesn't. I, I I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying I would be very disappointed to see them lose, so it doesn't put the committee with their heels up against the wall. Yeah. So regardless, let's move on. Probably the best game of the week: Oregon against, or not second best, probably, but. Oregon beats UCLA. Great game. Oregon jumped out. Or actually, UCLA They're jumped down. out early. Yeah. They came back. They take a, a decent-sized lead. They let UCLA back in the game. I mean, this is a very, very big win for UCLA, for uh, Oregon. Sorry, UCLA was a good football team. They're not getting as much credit, I don't think, for that game. Um, but, but we have to give credit to Oregon going there and winning this game with the fact that People, a lot of people picked against them. Yeah, a lot of people picked against the, them. The, I want to say the entire college game day crew did. They all picked these silly. Well, yeah, Kirk doesn't call it because he because he, he announced it. But yeah. Corso, Bill Walton, who was actually hilarious by the way on yeah, college game day, great. he was great. I was actually really impressed because he was talking football too. And then Desmond Howard, all of them across the board, UCLA, Desmond which Howard, was which was legend, Michigan Heisman, started the pose. If you think about it, the pose is not actually wow. with the leg up. Fun fact for everybody. Wow. It's not actually with the leg up. It's actually a football stiff arm. But anyway, um, yeah, a lot of people had UCLA to win this football game. I mean, I was really split on the pick, to be honest with you. I could have seen that game going either, either way. And it was, a, it was a great football game, just to see yeah. what I mentioned. Here, I mean, I picked UCLA last week on the podcast for Anarchy. Yeah. Didn't think they were had a chance, but they played, they played amazing. Here's my thing about Oregon. When they're the underdog or they feel like they're the underdog, they play really well in these big games. Yeah. It's when they're the huge favorite and they're supposed to blow them out and it's a game they're not really up for. It's a Friday night game where the other team's way more up than they are. Is That's when they lose. They don't usually really lose these big games in conference when they might be not so much the big favorite. So I wasn't really surprised they won this game, you know, which I, I wasn't really surprised they lost to Stanford either. It's a noon kickoff and the stadium's not full against a – Decent Stanford team. I mean, I could see them losing games like that. I don't see them losing games like this. So I also hope they fucking went out to put the pressure on the committee as well. My whole goal this year is to put <laughs> complete anarchy in the committee's hands because I want to see what they do. Do they pick the best teams or do they go where the money is? Because that's always my argument with the committee. Yeah. But here's what I'll say. The beauty of college football is a lot of times the football – the football takes care of itself, though. 
And we've seen that this season. Yes, like, agreed. The frauds have been exposed through these eight weeks now. True. And we are definitely painting a truer picture. And after this week, we are going to know 1,000% who the pretenders are and who are the contenders are. So I, I that's... Semi. 50%. I yes, I see what you're saying. Because again, you know, that game does have some... Like, both teams could be fake, is what you're trying yes. to say, basically. And, yes. I, and, I, and I agree with you. But at the end of the day, that's the nice part about college football is everyone plays each other. Really? Like, if you if you miss them in conference, you're gonna hit them in the championship game. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I think it is gonna take care of each other. Where the committee is not gonna get put as much pressure as I want them to, but it will. Um, best game of the week: nine fucking overtimes. Penn State loses to best Illinois. game of the week. Or I mean, nine overtimes. You I got mean, upset of the week. For upset sure. of the week. I mean, yeah. it was exciting. It was it was exciting. It was exciting. We see that stupid ass two point conversion rule. It's fucking terrible. You want to talk the game or the two point conversion rule first? Let's talk game. So going to the game, I mean, there was some very interesting factors going to this game. One, you have Penn State coming off a loss. Sean Clifford comes back from injury. They're obviously top 10 in the country. Brett Bielema, former coach of Wisconsin, is now at Illinois. He calls out his entire offensive line and says that. That was wild. Really strange. Just basically saying that they all suck. They're not a factor in our in our season at all. I didn't recruit them. I didn't recruit them. They're not my team. They're fucking trash. Wild comment. What? It was, they go into Penn State. In Penn State, run for like 300 yards. They had 30, like eight passing 38 yards 38 passing game. yards in a half. And it was it. I thought it was the game. It was four quarters and one overtime or two overtimes. Dude, they ran it down Penn State's fucking throat. In a, and, th- and that was Wisconsin football when he was there. Yeah. Because that's what he was pissed because they weren't as physical. And... I mean, call it what you want, whether or not it was a fair call out, because everyone was shitting on him beforehand. They're shitting on it. But, but they responded, it seemed like. <laughs> of course they did. I mean, holy shit. I mean, they beat the number nine team in the country in their house. I mean, say what you want about Penn State. I mean, I haven't truly thought that they were that great, to be honest with you. I sold them on multiple occasions on this podcast and faded them. But they've had favorable matchups this whole time, and they got exposed against a team that wasn't even close to talent wise on the field. So we're well, going to Brown, talk- Brown had 223 against back? Penn State. Yeah. yeah. They went what off. What the fuck? Yeah, they went off. And their and their quarterback got hurt in overtime and they Broke still his won. Wrist, snapped the fuck out of his and wrist. And they still won. Yeah, they still won. Cuz the stupid overtime rule which is fucking regardless. But Penn State fans have no room to argue. You had four quarters and fucking three overtimes to win this game and you couldn't get it done. When you get to that point where it's the stupid two-point conversion rule, that's on you. Anything mm. can happen. You put yourself in that position. No one else did. You're at home you against an sh- inferior should, opponent. You should have blew them out. What was it? What was it? The score was like 18-18. Yeah. Or, uh, it was something like stupid like you that. You couldn't put more than 18 points. Well, I'm saying going into tw- overtime. 2018. So, yeah. So, I think it was 16-16 going into it or something like that. It was fucking terrible. Actually, take that back because they had field goals. They split field goals in both of the one and two overtime. So, the score it was like 12-12 going into overtime. It was stupid. Like yeah. the under hit after nine overtimes. Are you it kidding me? It was 10-10 after it, regulation. Unbelievable. So you're telling like Penn State guys, come on, Sean Clifford's back. You can't put up more than 10 points against Illinois. And then they you're couldn't they couldn't score from the was the two and a half yard line. Yep. So, so many times. Yeah. So they, they go back and forth and missing multiple like all these times on all these two point conversions. So we'll talk two point conversions now. They changed the rule this season to basically anything past so the way college football works is you get an overtime, you get two overtimes, you trade possessions, right? You have to match the other. If one kicks a field goal, you score a touchdown, you win, et cetera, et cetera. So past that, if you go past two, 
every single time you get the ball, it's a two point conversion and you trade off going back and forth until the other, you don't match it. Right. Um, this, this was changed this year because of two years ago when Joey LSU B. not, well, okay. It was Joey B's junior year. It was year. his junior year. And Texas A&M, they went to seven overtimes yeah. and the score was yeah. like 78, 75. That was a berserk game. Yeah. yeah. It was insane. But my point being, at least that's real football. You want to know, Mike? Yeah. You want honest? Would they change it because what of records? No maybe? health and health and safety. Player health safety. And safety. Which which is understandable. Because I could see, I actually could see from a record okay. standpoint. Like you, you won't mind. You know I mean, I gotta confess something. Like mm-hmm. guy throws eleven touchdowns. <laughs> I misinterpreted this rule. Uh-huh. I thought the rule meant when you scored a touchdown, you had to go for two after the second overtime. See, so there's like no that's extra what point I going. Think, that's that would be my compromise to this now. Yeah. That would like, be my compromise now. You can't kick an extra After point. watching that game, that's a great compromise. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what, what I, I thought the rule was. I went into this game. Like, that makes sense. That makes a lot more sense. Uh-huh. Just if you score a touchdown, you have to go for two. That a- makes the game. After two overtimes. Yes, after two overtimes. No, you're just you're just trading two-point conversions, which is not football. It's fucking stupid. It's, it's a gimmick play. Like, you know, it's who's, almost who's one. got the better offensive coordinator and who can execute it. Still, Penn State has no room to fucking talk. No, of course not. They should have won normally. But as far as like overtimes go, like. NFL college. I actually like the college rule, to be honest with you, as far as like what it was beforehand. Oh, I agree. I actually do like that. I too. liked it beforehand. But now with the whole gimmick two point conversion thing, I thought it was ridiculous to watch. I thought it was terrible to watch because um, it, it's completely different. Right. LSU, Texas and went to seven over legitimate seven overtime. Legit. That was one of the best games of all time. Right. And player safety aside, you know, what I mean, it was a great experience for the fans. Watching this game was it was fucking stupid. Like for, for lack of a better term, it was stupid. It was it, gimmicky, and it didn't show who the better team was. I, and thought it was. I mean, I thought it was exciting to a point where, like, but at the same time, like, not but, seeing a team score but seven times in a row from the three, two and a half yard but line. Think is, about, think is about if if Georgia and you know Cincinnati. Let's just say that they go to the national championship against each other. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And you're telling me that out of great football, we watch you know four quarters plus two overtimes, and it's going to come down to two point conversion. Like, yeah, that's yeah. that to me is not going to show who the better team is. Ridiculous. You know what I mean? That would be very upsetting for a fan to watch that. And if if I'm a if I'm a fan base, I'm extremely pissed off about that. Oh yeah, so. extremely. But I mean, moving forward, Penn State exposed themselves for what they really are. Do you want to talk about Penn State now, or do you want to talk about when we preview their game? Because I have some stuff to say about Penn State as well. There's Let's th- save them. Let's okay. save it for There's that things game. to talk about. Because they have a big State. game this week. That very, game. very true. All right. Uh, last game that we want to break down is Tennessee and Bama. Tennessee, that game was close early. Bama pulled away late. My biggest thing I want to take away from this, because we're not going to talk about Bama the rest of the podcast. They're not very good right now. They're okay. But they're not. They're not obviously not the best team in the SEC. No, not even close. I don't even know if they're the second best team in the SEC. That's a good question. Because AM is playing lights out right now. AM is playing as well as anyone in the country right I, now. I think Bama beats AM maybe seven times out of ten, though. But is Bama. That doesn't mean that I think Bama's great, though. I just don't think AM. Like, I would argue Ole Miss has a better chance of beating Bama out of ten games. Like if it was in like a playoff baseball scenario, I don't agree with that. I think Ole Miss might have a better chance against. I think than Texas old, old Miss since the Bama game yeah, has agree. only gotten way better. Agreed, but Texas A and M has Texas A and M has two. I I, yeah. I don't know. Texas A and M defense is fucking elite. It's good. Their defense is really good. Their quarterback's playing better, Calzada, and 
I mean, they got players. They were a top five preseason team. They, but you could, I mean, Ole Miss, had, Matt Corral just did okay this you week. You can argue Tennessee is one of the better teams in the SEC this Tennessee year. Tennessee played really well against Bama. They're a good fucking team. They're a good football team. And give I, I know you Josh Heupel, what? What do I hate? Auburn's playing well. Auburn's Auburn's a good SEC team right now, too. Mm-hmm. They have a huge game we're going to talk about this week. Very big. But, but I mean, we're going to put so much worry on Bama because they had a close quarter, like close half. N- they pulled away. Argumentably. Multiple times half. this year and lost a game. Yeah, but your second half wasn't even a football game. Like It was like halfway ba- through the third. Bama's games this year have been really tricky to talk about because they lose to Florida by – or they beat Florida by two points, which does not look good. No, it looks But then they terrible. blow out Ole Miss, which looks fantastic. Mullen should be fired. Yeah, I, I said that. I hate him. He's an <laughs> idiot. I can't stand him. Um, but, then, but then they, you know, they somewhat – this Tennessee game is interesting because – Tennessee is a lot better than people thought they were going to the Tennessee's season. Tennessee's very good. Like, a lot better. And Josh Hype will give that man credit. Arguably coach of the year this Arguable season. Arguable for sure. I mean, yes, they're losing, but... But that's what I'm, but that's what I'm saying. You're saying from last year, the best offensive players on Oklahoma and the best defensive players at Bama from last year. Yeah. But so, you're saying Tennessee's way better. That's my thing. You're saying Tennessee's way better. The coach is, you know, doing great. Bama blew them out. End of the day, they blew them out. Bama's not as good. I mean, obviously not as good as last year. No, mm-hmm. I mean... They had but three first rounders. I, I I don't really know. I don't think Bama's a top four team this year. Are I mean, they a top five team in the country right now? Yes. I think they're like five, maybe six. Like I don't I don't know. I like I look at it. The I'm not way they're putting playing, I'm not putting Oklahoma above Bama. No. No. Bama's better than Oklahoma. Yeah, because but Bama's defense is not very good this year. They're not. Like they lost. Was it Will Anderson they lost or one of them? I don't remember which Allen, linebacker. Anderson. It was maybe it was Allen. I it was Christian Anderson. Allen. I don't remember. But either way, like they've looked different. They, I, you know what? It was Allen because they put Will Anderson on the outside or inside, and he was supposed to be outside or yeah. somewhat their linebacker core. It's definitely changed who they are as a team. And because if I look at the teams, like I, I think Georgia is head and shoulders better th- better than them. Obviously, even with Stetson Bennett. I know you right. don't think he can beat them, but I guarantee you. They I, could. I do now. I do I now. Like they could. Bama's proven nothing on defense mm-hmm. to show that they could stop anyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they get enough stops, but it's not they're playing elite offenses. So it's going to be really interesting because it's going to come down to, Jam- to Georgia-Bama in Atlanta for the SEC what do, what do you think? I mean, let's just say both of them run the table both way. What do you think Georgia's favored by in that game? Seven Six. and a half. Hmm. That's fair. I was going to say 10. I think it should be 7.5. I think Saban gets it down to 6. <laughs> Saban gets it down to 6. The Saban Don't factor. embarrass me. Put it the in Saban there. Saban factor. <laughs> All right. Last, the last docket thing on the docket from last week. Um, interesting Monday firing. Matt Wells of Texas Tech gets the fucking shit can. Ooh. They weren't having a bad year. It was like. They're 5-3. and three. They're 5-3 and three and they lost to. They just lost to Kansas State. They got blown up by Texas, which, okay, fine. And who was the other loss? Was it Oklahoma State or TCU? Kansas State, TCU. Yeah, Texas. TCU beat them. Uh, Matt Wells, only his third year there. He was kind of on the hot seat last year. Kind of a strange firing at this time. Five and three, right? I think it's a weird. Yeah, because like you said, those aren't terrible losses. No. Like, it's not like those are unexpected losses. Like, with Ogeron and Clay Helton, like, Clay Hilton loses to Stanford, an unranked Stanford team when USC is in the top 15. 
that's fireable. Right. You know, Ogeron has been a dumpster fire, etc. Fireable. Matt Wells, he loses to Kansas State by one point. That's not. When I saw this go across the ticker, I didn't think much of it. You know, it's kind of like, oh, Matt Wells firing like nobody. It was whatever because, like, I mean, B had him as a guy to get fired last year. You know, like it's not. It wasn't surprising. When I really dive into this, I think it's a very interesting fire. Mm -hmm. Really looking at it for two reasons. One, I'm starting to think they have someone already. Oh, they have to. For this kind of firing at this point. Midway in the season, they have to. I think they have some. They're going to get embarrassed the rest of the season. And the other thing I'm thinking of is they have to have someone because they are starting to get that feeling that their time is now. And this is why I want to get back to the Big 12. Oklahoma's gone. Texas is gone. Texas Tech now has a shot to compete for that Big 12 title every single year. You got to imagine Oklahoma State. You got to imagine Baylor. You got to imagine those two Which teams. Which is now up. an automatic playoff spot? Is that the that's how the rules going? I mean, with the 12 format, I mean, who knows? With I the mean, 12, there yeah. is no technical automatic playoff spot. Well, if I you, mean, if you no, win, conference if winners you win the conference. In the, in, it's conference winners now. Yeah. And then there's well, with, at large with, with the 12 man. With the 12 format, man I'm saying with the four man. Oh, yeah. There is no, no, no technical. Talking, he's talking about the 12. I'm talking yes. in future years. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yes, so, of course. But to CY's point, it's not that it's not that Texas Tech is like a front runner to do it. But it's wide open that, for, for any college. And I think that's the way I they're think thinking. that's what the scenario is. And there's a lot of schools in that conference. There's Because the state of Texas has a ton of power football programs, and they're just adding another one with Houston going yeah. to the Power yeah. Five, who has a good coach from West Virginia, who, Dana Holgerman. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a very true reality, and they're going to be in that conference. You're adding Cincinnati. You're adding BYU. Like, those are already two good programs that are doing very well. Who's the other one? UCF? UCF, Houston. It's those four. Yeah, it's those four. So, I mean, it's it obviously... Memphis, no? No. No. It, it, it's making me question it now. But anyway, I think it's just those four. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, um, it's up for grabs, as we said. And if you want to be someone that's going to run that conference, because let's be honest, Oklahoma's ran that conference for on the field for years now, years. especially on the football field. I mean, for years now. So yeah. it is up for grabs. Again, they're not like the number one. But if they want to add someone that's going to be, as we talked about, who's going to be the sexy pick? There's a lot of names out there, too. It's just for the, those four, not Memphis. No. Okay. Yeah, and you're not going to get the, you know, the LSU-USC guys that we've talked about. You know what I mean? No. Those are reserved for the elites. But you can get an up-and-coming offensive coordinator. You know what I mean? Someone that is coming up that wants that job that's going to flip the script and be good. I heard, so, a, I heard a name for that. What do you got? Art Bryles. Former Baylor guy? Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting one. I mean, obviously from the same conference was very successful with RG3. Yeah. Um, a lot of scandals. So I think that's an interesting conversation. I don't know how receptive. The, I mean, I don't, I'm I'm not a Texas Tech fan. I don't know exactly what um, would go into that decision since, I mean, he was fired for pretty rough circumstances in that. Right. So, but I mean, it's a great hire as far as on the football field. Uh, I mean, the guy that competed on the field against Oklahoma and, you know, I could see. Successful. I could also see like one of those big Power Five guys who gets fired ending up there too. Okay. You know, I don't know who, but at the end of the year, but we only spend a lot of time on it. Matt Wells fired. He's gone. We'll be interested to see if they have someone in line. Definitely. All right. Time to move on. Standing O, team of the week. Who is the team that fucking knocked your socks off, B? <laughs> uh, Pitt. 
Oh, Ooh, did not talk about Pitt. Nice we, fucking good. We, we didn't talk about it. So, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. You know, I know Clemson's been down in in the dumps this year, but still a big win. It's a huge, it's a win. huge, huge win for that program. Quarterback played great. He outplayed DJ. They out they out out coached Dabo. They did. Fucking Pitt, dude. Good I I picked Clemson to win, but I'm. Very impressed with Pitt. I'm on the Pitt train. Who do you got? I think the chalky picks Iowa State. We obviously mm-hmm. talked about it. That was a big win for them. But I'm going to go Wisconsin. I, I like that pick. I'm going to go Wisconsin. Wisconsin's playing much better football. They go into Purdue and put on put up 30 points against them. A Purdue team who just beat Iowa. You know, that's a big win for them. Look out for Wisconsin in the Big Ten West. They have a chance to win that thing, and they they have a huge game this week. We'll talk about that. Um, but hats off, they you know we killed Wisconsin. We buried them, and a lot of people did. Yeah, yeah. everyone. Or, I mean, everyone. Yeah. So you know they've risen and they've they're a better football team than they were. And Grant Mertz kind of figured it out a little bit. He's still trash. I mean, I'm not standing. I'm go. not ready to say he's like a guy, but standing go. They're, 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 they're putting go. up points though. Yeah, thirty like, points, which is something they did not yeah. do. Purdue early defense in the is season. bad. No, I mean, K-Moore, who you got? Um, I'm going to give CY's Oregon Ducks some love here. Yeah. That's a tough win against UCLA. And UCLA is a good team. They're just not a great team. But they can play with anybody. And, like, I was having this conversation with, I think, CY or B recently is, you put UCLA in a Big Ten conference or any of those other conferences, they're going to compete with every team in that conference. Yeah. I truly believe that. They're just not that great team that, again – it's hard to go undefeated, and UCLA, UCLA is not a mature enough team under Chip Kelly yet to where they're just going to beat every team. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, that's a tough game because I truly think that they can compete with anybody, especially at home. So, Oregon, to come in there and get it done, especially after being down, that was impressive for me. And, it, and I think that's going to show to the committee in the long run for the Oregon Ducks. I like that a lot. I like it a lot, too. All right, cheese dick of the week. B, who's your cheese dick? Fucking SE. Yeah. I nah, a Notre a Notre Dame SC game feels like so much childhood love. Yeah. And they weren't even competitive. It wasn't. I know. It if, really was. If they didn't throw to Drake, oh my God. Then they had no offense. Um, I think he broke the record for most catches against Notre Dame in a game. I'm not even kidding. That's very possible. Stat. Very he, possible. He is responsible for thirty two percent of the offense. How wild is that? That's crazy. A, a receiver, a receiver, like, <laughs> I, like you get those numbers for a quarterback or a, or a you know a power running back, a Melvin Ingram or Melvin Gordon. I mean, over yeah. at Wisconsin, but a receiver, that's that's crazy. I mean, and to his credit, he is a stud. Like he's a dude. No, he's a first rounder. He is a legitimate stud. Like if he's in any other team, he would be considered the number one receiver. I think. Like if he was at Bama, then it would, you wouldn't have an argument no. for who's the number one receiver this year. He's that good. See why. Virginia Tech lose to Syracuse, Syracuse at home. They're up by ten in the fourth, and they fucking blow it. How is he not fired yet? Ouch! Man, he he had some decent wins He's early. He's hanging on the North Carolina win. It's it's. it's I also heard something fast. about him that something in his contract, his buyout's a lot less in November. Like if he gets fired in November, I'm sure. Which I'm, is it, why the writing's on the wall. You why lose, is that in a contract? I don't know. You lose because to Syracuse. then you have a little bit more of how your season went. 
But like, like, I don't know why agent is okay with letting him put that in the contract for less. Like, hey, just like fire him when he sucks and not like (laughs) three weeks ago. Let's not make any rash decisions, (laughs) guys. (laughs) The agent said, let him lose the Syracuse in October 1st. Mm -hmm. Virginia Tech's a fucking dumpster fire. I could also say fucking NC State. But that was one of my teams. Yeah. That I like going to the season. Who's your cheese dick? Fucking cheese dick. These are fucking cheese dicks. This is a chalky week for um, standing O and then also cheese dicks. But. It's Penn State, and more importantly, it's James Franklin. Yeah, he's a fucking cheese dick. The head coach for Penn State. I mean, I'm sorry, but you want to talk about a guy that went from, hey, he might get the LSU job. Hey, he might get the USC job. Like, he may go from, you know, a really good college football program to a blue chip elite program with whatever budget. Make, you know what, one of the best salaries right behind Saban and Dabo and Lincoln Riley. Be up there with those guys to losing to Illinois. I would be shocked if he got the job after that that loss. To be Fucking honest with you, I don't know how you guys feel, but I would be shocked. No, because he's staying put. He, yeah, I don't think he deserves another job. He does not. I mean, I didn't like him. I don't like him as a coach personally. I don't like him as like. I I think he's kind of a shithead to begin with. He's he's in the Dan Mullen category. Like he's not there. He's not Dan Mullen Ooh, yet. That's tough. But he, I just don't like him as a fucking coach. Anyway, that's fair. Um, but I'm sorry, but you went from like again the elite to the elite coaches are getting there. To like, you need to figure out your own fucking program again, dude. Because guess what? They're going to look right back at you and say, hey, you fucked up bad, dude. Did you see his comment? Was it yesterday? I'd love to hear it. You uh, Something fucking really stupid, were, I'm sure. Yeah, it was stupid as fuck. They asked him about like distractions, about other potential jobs for him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, we're focused on Illinois, like blah, blah. And they, they play fucking Ohio State this week. Like, guy, get the team right that you're fucking playing. Number, what, five team in the country? And they're going to. We'll talk about that game in a second. Pin, but. Uh, we'll get we'll get into Penn State. I have some stuff to say too. But all right, James Franklin, cheese dick, you fucked up so Fucking hard. Geez. Your your family is upset. You're not going to USC. Fucking cheese dick. All right, we're not going to do a Camerock top ten this week because we have so much anarchy. Yeah, is that the reason? I just think it's not it's not even needed to be honest with you because. Once these, like I said, I'm calling this week D-Day for the Big Ten. Okay. Once this happens in the Big Ten, we're going to get a very a clearer picture because, again, okay. there's a game that is has some implications that's questionable. But we're going to find out really quick who the true best teams in the country are after this week. I truly feel that way. All right. Well, let's get into the games. Uh, first game, number nine, Iowa at Wisconsin. Wisconsin's three-and-a-half-point favorite. Wisconsin's playing a lot better football. Who do you got in this game and why? Before, but hold on. Sorry, but you mentioned it. I'm sorry. Sorry, but you I mentioned about to, it. I was about to get into it. No, but I just want. <laughs> I just want to preface it that we buried Wisconsin very early. Buried the fuck losses out of to West Penn State, losses to Notre Dame, Michigan. Like very, but they were very early on in the season, so you know it makes sense. But turns out those are decent teams outside the Penn State one, but they're very similar teams. And I thought I thought Wisconsin it. was a better team in that game. I thought so too. But where they're at now. They're right on pace. If they beat Iowa, they win the Big Ten West. If yes. they if they run the table, yes. So in a in a shocking, unbelievable way, Wisconsin could end up playing for the Big Ten championship, which is what a lot of people expected. Which that's why this game is so massive. With that being said, who are you taking? I'm taking Wisconsin. Ooh, three and a half. I am. Wow. All they're, right. They're they're playing better right now. I mean, I mean. Purdue game, whatever. It's a common opponent. I don't. It doesn't. That's not what matters. On the football field, they're playing better football than uh, Iowa is right now. B, we buried Wisconsin early. 
And they fucking rise from the ashes. You know who we're going to bury after this week? We're going to bury Iowa for the rest of the year. Oh, Wisconsin, three and a half. I'm taking Iowa here. I think we're kind of – we jumped off the Iowa train because they had a letdown. Like we said, it's tough to go undefeated. The one thing that does worry me about Iowa, they score about 60% of their points off turnovers. Yeah. That's berserk. I mean, Graham Mertz only turns the ball over late in games when they're, when they're down by a 50. Graham Mertz does, loves those picks. He loves – But he won't do it I if would, they're running the ball well. I was, I, I truly feel that way. I was the best even still play all year. Who has the better quarterback in this game? Mertz. Who is who is the lesser of the bad quarterbacks? Uh, Mertz is better. Okay. Mertz is better. Um, I love Iowa's defense. I think it travels yeah, well. I mean, I'm going to take Iowa. I don't think they're as bad just because they lost one game to Purdue at home. We're right. going to bury him. All right. Next game on the docket, Texas at number 16, Baylor's. The very interesting game. Baylor's favored by two and a half at home. B, who you got? Uh, I like Texas here. Mm. I like Texas kind of. I mean, they've been in a lot of football games and lost them. <laughs> I think it's going to be high scoring. They're going to be in the uh, – maybe not high scoring. It's going to be a good football game. They're going to be close, and I hope they, they can finish it out this week. I'm going to take Texas too. I don't think Baylor can score with Texas. Texas is going to score. Yeah. They're going to put up points. I don't think Baylor can match it as good as Baylor defense is. Texas still puts up some points. I like Baylor's defense. I know um... – and I don't like Texas' defense. Yeah. Let fair. me just say that. Yeah. So I think Baylor gets enough stops to get this done. You think Baylor scores enough? Yeah. All right. They score more than Texas. Therefore, they win. A huge, huge, huge game in the American Conference. Undefeated number 19 SMU travels to one loss Houston. Houston's a one. One loss. One loss. I mean, in any other conference, you're a ranked opponent. You're a ranked team with one loss. 100%. And, they're and their one loss is the Texas Tech, who... Just fired their coach, so it wasn't a bad loss either. I no. mean, you know, talking about Houston's favored that. by one at home. Came more, who do you like in this game? This one's tough because you want SMU to be better for Cincinnati, but I think Houston's better. I think Houston wins. I'm going to take SMU. Houston got pushed to overtime against East Carolina, who's not very good, um, and they beat him in overtime. SMU's quarterback should be in the Heisman contention. Transfer from Oklahoma. That's crazy. Mordecai? Mordecai's having an unbelievable year. Unbelievable year. He has, His numbers are berserk. He has like 2,300 yards and a bunch of touchdowns. Um, SMU is a very, very good football team. I don't think Houston's as good. I'm taking SMU. All right. Um, we'll see why. And the, all the same reasons. I think their quarterback's lights out. And right. also, for Cincinnati's sake, they need, they need SMU to kind of win big here. Yeah, no, I mean, they, they put up a lot of points. They yeah, put up a lot of points. They do. Georgia Bulldogs travel to the Swamp, number one team in the country going to the Swamp. This is usually a big game usually. on the SEC East side of things. Florida's a mixed bag. They're not very good, but people still think they're good. I don't understand. Um, Florida is a 14-point home dog. Let's just ask, can they keep it within 14 points? Don't even say who's going to win. Georgia, no, we Georgia's know who's going to win, but can they keep it between 14 no points? No shot. 14 might be the lock of the week. Oof. What do you think? Something about in the swamp Stop. scares it's not, me. It's not a swamp. Uh, neutral site. Well, they're playing a neutral site. Every year, neutral site. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Georgia by a billion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, it's neutral uh, Jacksonville. He was going to get right. into this whole... Florida yeah. college. I knew Georgia was a road field. team. No. Yeah. No, it's neutral. Um, They're playing in Jacksonville. Yeah. That's where their neutral side is usually. Georgia's not that far from Jacksonville either. 
Yeah. I mean, it. I, I'm leaning toward a route here. Yeah. I'm leaning toward a route. So we're all taking the points. Yeah. Or we're giving the points. Sorry. All right. Big SEC matchup. Number 10, Ole Miss travels to number 18, Auburn. Auburn's favored by two and a half. Kind of a weird game. Interesting game for sure. Really big game for sure. Who do you got? Ole Miss. I'm sticking with our guy, Matt. Matt Corral. And uh, I, Lane Kiffin's building something here. He's probably It's probably going to get him a job somewhere else. But uh, Ole Miss over Bo Nix all day. Fair. Yeah, I know you're going fucking. <laughs> I mean, Miss. yeah, I like Ole Miss. Um, I'll be honest, though. I mean, I don't think Matt. Cr- I, I actually, um, I don't think Matt Corral is the Heisman winner this year. But based on what I've seen on the field, I think he might be the best quarterback in the country this year. Um, wow, I don't he think admits it. Finally, no. I mean, eight weeks later, the argument was whether or not he was the Heisman winner. I don't s- act like not. you were on that fucking train. You had Sam Howell for fucking three years. First off, <laughs> all right. Check notes. College preview. Matt Corral is going to make the first round pick. Pump the brakes. I Both said it. You. Said it out loud. Pump the brakes. My argument was I don't think he's the Heisman winner, which he's not. I don't think he is right now. I think either. he's probably the best quarterback, though, that I've seen in the country. I don't he, think we have a Heisman right now. We don't. Hey, he's Heisman when he has his Heisman moment puts five touchdowns against Auburn. That's I don't, a, I don't, I don't, even, I don't even know if that's a Heisman moment. It could be. It could They're be. ranked 18. Um, it, it could be. Auburn's playing great lately. But he is banged up a little bit, and he didn't play that great against LSU. So this game up. this game does scare me a little bit, but I like Ole Miss because I think uh, Matt Corral takes care of the football, and he can run well, actually. All right, TD Podcast. What are you up? taking? Oh, I'm taking Ole Miss. Okay. Sorry. You skipped over. Yeah, my bad. I'm taking Ole Miss. I, not even a question in my mind. All right. TD Podcast is on the road again this week. We're sending another member out. Yes, sir. We have K. Moore going to South Bend to watch North Carolina and number – 11 Notre Dame. First of all, let's hear about the trip. Are you excited about the trip? What's your feeling going to Notre Dame for the first time? Have a Notre Dame fan. What's our thoughts and emotions as you fly out tomorrow for this? This trip? is huge. This is everything to you. This is this is everything to me. A lot of you guys, obviously, I'm a huge sports fan, but Notre Dame is my your Bengals, your Packers. Yeah. That's yeah. Notre Dame to me. So this is a very incredibly special moment. I mean, since I was a kid, I've been a huge Notre Dame fan. So, what are you most excited for going to that stadium? Is it Touchdown Jesus? Is it the Grotto? What, what is it? Seeing them run on the like field. If I can think of one thing. Like, what do you most like when you think about Notre Dame? What are you most excited to see in person? I think it's to see the gold helmets on the field. Ooh, that it, honestly, I've been to Notre Dame, so that was a very cool moment. Seeing how fucking shiny they are, yeah, it's really cool. I don't even know if it's the shininess; it's just like kind of what it means to me, yeah, and what it represents to me. You know, I mean, I can go talk about it. It could be a Notre Dame podcast for me, you know. So um, it's too much to talk about right now, but just seeing them on the field will be a special moment for me. We're working on those media credentials for you. Thank you. Going in there. So let's pick the game. North Carolina um, is a three and a half point underdog at Notre Dame. Kind of the. Sneaky line. It's a weird line considering how well Notre Dame's playing. Yeah, sneaky line. But we're out our best safety, Kyle Hamilton, probably yeah. you know a top five player in the country this season, how he's been playing. Um, but, I mean, coming off a huge win against USC, I don't see how North Carolina has much to offer here. I have Notre Dame in a route. I love Notre Dame this week. I don't understand the line. I Maybe I'm missing something, but. It's just it's just our safety. I, Notre Dame. Tight end's back. We look fine. I'm with you guys. When I saw three and a half, I I was shocked. I Jump mean, on it early, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's it, going to go. It's going to move. No, North Carolina lost to Virginia Tech, Florida State, and Georgia Tech. Like, they're going to get fucking blown out here. No. They're going to get throttled. All right. Notre Dame keeps winning. It's 
I know they're not that good this year, but they keep fucking winning. It's good for the Bearcats. It's great it's, for the Bearcats. It's great that, for the Bearcats. That win, that win looks better and better every week. Every week. Every week it does. Keep All right. winning. Number 20, Penn State. This game should have been massive with that. Whatever. At number five, Ohio State in the shoe. Ohio State's favored by 18 and a half. We all think Ohio State's going to win, correct? Oh, yeah. Okay, do they cover the points is my first question. And then I have an interesting question after this. Okay. Will you will you tell the viewers what hat I'm wearing? Ohio State. Ohio State by 23. Ohio State by 35. Thank God. Wow. I'm glad you said it. You kind of answered my next question without even getting into it. Well, what do you if, think? I think we've been to the shoe. I think it's close to the number. Oh, okay. I think it's like 21. 21. <laughs> I do. That's a, that's a but that's it could a see seventeen. Win. I could see seventeen. That's a sizable win. My thing is, yes, I, I I get it. Penn State lost last week, but they were looking ahead to this game. Do we think Penn State is a good enough football team to compete with this team? And obviously, no. Right. Our thought, but. Would your thoughts be any different if Penn State won last week? No. Um, here's why. I was going to go on this rant a little bit earlier. We were talking about Penn State was ranked four at one point this year. Ridiculous. Franklin is a piece of shit. I agree with all that. Penn State is the biggest frauds of college football this year. They have close wins. They they got ranked way too high after beating Wisconsin. They're, oh, they're fucking miserable to watch, period. And Sean Clifford fucking sucks. <laughs> he sucks. Ohio State lost to Oregon, who is a legitimate top team in the country. Mm-hmm. Say it louder. <laughs> okay, relax. Outside of that, they, they're they getting better every week, and C.J. Stroud is probably our Heisman. Oof. He should be. Not a bad thought. Uh, Bryce Young's probably right now, but Stroud's – Henderson is in the fucking mix too. It's true. Stroud Stroud has a better chance of having a Heisman moment than Bryce Young, though. Travion Henderson is he has, he has more top good. ten uh, top ten teams to play too. Exactly. Well, it's it's going to get interesting coming down. That kind of fired me up. I think this this kind of cancels Penn State out, where they're frauds, they're out, and Ohio State blows them out. All right, all right. I mean, I think we're all on the Ohio State train. I think they're one of the best teams in the country. That offense is clicking, and they're unmatched yeah, we, we talked about it enough last last week i have ohio right. state as the second best team right now on the Agreed. field all right game of the week number six michigan travels to play number eight michigan state they go to lansing michigan's a four and a half point favorite keys of the game came morning keys of the game is who's gonna have the better quarterback play yeah whoever has the better quarterback play is gonna win this game i think they're very similarly matched as far as strength on the line strength of the running back position and they both play good defense whatever quarterback makes the big play late in the game will win this football game and i think michigan state has a better quarterback because michigan keeps going to that freshman kid later in games they keep rotating that kid in i think michigan he's state good, though he's good i think michigan state has a better running back yeah he's playing unbelievable the one-two punch with Wait, michigan yes he's the workhorse yes Coburn for Michigan is very good, though. And they're, they're back. Right? They're, they are they, very good. They're very, they're very good. The best player on the field is the defense lineman for Michigan. My guy, Hutchinson. Hutchinson is an absolute monster. He's the First best player field. For sure. Michigan State has the best receiver on the field. He's a dude. Yeah, if Ronnie Bell wasn't hurt for Michigan, though. Ronnie Bell is a playmaker. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a, to me, 
And this is what we were talking about earlier. This game doesn't answer many questions for me mm-hmm. because they're mirror images of each other. All these two teams have done is what I wanted the pack to do for the whole year. It's just taking care of the games you're supposed to win. Yes, win the games you're supposed they to win. They have no quality wins, either of the teams. This will be obviously the biggest game of the season for either of them. Their best wins against Nebraska. Yes. And if the pack would have done this, they could have been sitting in the same fucking situation. They could have been undefeated Oregon and undefeated UCLA. Actually, UCLA would be ranked higher. Yes. Like if they won the games they're supposed to because they, they beat LSU sure. early. So, I don't know. I, this game is doesn't say much to me. I know it's a big game. And it's number six versus number eight, but... B, what do you what do you got? Who do you pick? I disagree with you heavily. <laughs> this game's fucking massive because I believe in both of these teams. Oh, I really have been on the train. They win me money every week. That's too. a horseshit that you believe in both these teams. I do. Right now, no, he's we, been on the Michigan train. No, though. but don't say I, you believe in them because that. if right now, fucking whoever plays Ohio State, you're picking Ohio State in that game no matter what. That doesn't mean he doesn't. Yeah, think but they're depend- a good football depending, team. depending well, on the, believe then? depending on the spread, like. They're not going to have an 18 and a half spread like Penn State. It won't even be close to that. But, it might be three and a half. But no bullshit. You objectively, but truly, if Michigan runs the table, let's say they win this game, either one of these teams actually runs the table, let's say loses Ohio State at the end, they have a fair argument to be in a two, a one loss playoff team. Yeah, depending what these, so like to the loser point, does in the rest like of the he year. Can, he can believe in them to be a top four team in the country. Fair enough. Fair enough. With that being said, one of the best players I've watched all year is Kenneth Walker. True. True. And he's going to get stuffed. Michigan by 10. Uh, fuck yeah. Wow. <laughs> Let's go. Fuck. Keep that energy forever. <laughs> I'm fucking hyped. Okay, Morgan, you're going Michigan? Uh, like I said, they're, they're very two similar teams. I actually like both of them as far as um, contenders here. Um, I, th- I think they're both better than Penn State from what I've seen on the field. So I'm happy that Penn State exposed themselves. I think Michigan has a slightly better defense. I'm going to take Michigan. All day I had a team in mind who I was going to pick in this game. I, I was going to say Michigan State all day. All day I was going to do the it? The entire day. I'm going Michigan State. Yeah. Fine. Fuck Harbaugh in the big games. No, fuck Harbaugh. Fuck Harbaugh. He kind of – I mean – he deserves a lot of credit this season. Who's like give him that? Who has a coaching edge in this game? Harbaugh. You can't say that with a straight face. Harbaugh's a Super Bowl fucking coach. He's do done mean? nothing in college. Not a He's damn taken thing. Stanford to Fiestables, a program that was terrible. Like ten years ago. Look, what are you what are you talking about then? This year who What has, the fuck what's his name? Lee something? I don't even know his name right now in my head. Can't he's turned this program around faster than fucking any program in the country's turned around. I mean he just accepted a bunch of transfers, which is fine. Which is fine. You he's still gotta that. get them to play well. He's done that. But I mean, other than that, what is he what else has he done? I don't think it's a clear cut coaching edge. Harbaugh ha- has done way more. I don't think it's a clear cut coaching edge. But you, you were you were about to say that he's done he has the coaching edge over Harbaugh. You were for sure gonna say that. I think it's even is my argument. It's very even. Okay. Is this game day? Yes. Yes. This is everything. I'm assuming Reggie Bush will be on it. And it's not like I don't know. I think I was Kenneth Kenneth Walker (laughs) highlights. Sorry. Bush be on it. No way. They're gonna get like Draymond Green or something like that on there. That'd be sick. He played football at Michigan State for like two games. Oh, did he? Yeah, he he played tight end. He was terrible. My thing is is (laughs) get Brady on game day. Yeah. That'd be tough. My my thing I don't like. Is how we perceive Michigan Kirk as cousins, Michigan State. Oh, that's exactly. Yeah, we perceive <laughs> Michigan as Le'Veon this, Bell, such a better football program than Michigan State. 
And I don't think that's fair. No, I agree. Michigan State has dominated this series in the last 15 years. You remember three years ago the block punt touchdown they're nine, to, they're, to win it, God. the walk off. They're well, nine and the greatest game I've ever. They're watched. nine and four in the last thirteen games. Well, out of these two teams, Michigan State's gone to the college football playoff, and Michigan never has. They're right. Michigan State won different, the game last different year. Different coach, different program. Michigan though. State won the game last year. You're making a lot of points for Michigan State to win this game. I'm taking Michigan State. Michigan, Michigan by ten. Michigan heavy now. Yeah, I'm going Michigan State. <laughs> All right, time. All right. I like. I got. I have a great question. Usually, I like to mix it up with you guys. Something one week keep you on your toes. Okay. Last week we were talking about coaches to be fired. This week I'm going to talk about the elite receivers. Obviously, I mean we've got a a fun one. We have a wide receiver wide receiver tandem that we saw firsthand that might be one of the best wide receiver tandems I've seen in college football history. Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson are absolute monsters. History. We'll slow down a little. We'll 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 talk about that right now. That's where I'm headed. Okay. Um, but they are incredible. I mean, we saw it firsthand. I mean, Fields and now Stroud, they're doing, they didn't pick up right where they left off, even with the different quarterbacks. So my question for you guys, we've got Alave Wilson, Smith Waddle from last year, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Jerry Judy, and Henry Ruggs. I mean, this is four straight seasons yeah. of these wide receiver tandems. I think you're missing one from a few years back. I'm, I, these were just four okay, consecutive. Four okay, but consecutive. What, you can. I mean, who who do you, who else were you going to say? Just ask. Odell Landry. Yeah, but they weren't as dominant in college as these guys were. They were both first rounders, weren't they? Odell was a first rounder. No, Odell was to the Giants, but Landry, Landry was, wasn't. He what to the Dolphins? He went no decently high. No, he went like third round. Okay. Look, I mean, trust me, those and the these are all dudes in the NFL, obviously. Right. But. This is four consecutive. You know, we've seen this crazy streak of wide receiver tandems. My question for you guys. I know the answer is I'm close. Go ahead. All right. Who, I know, I know who's, who's your all pro tandem? Both these guys go all pro. Which guys are the starters? Which guys are you benching and which ones are you cutting? So you got to cut one, bench one, start, start one, one, all pro. One's all pro. Okay. Well, I think it's kind of obvious the all pro because we're going to have two all pros already. Like Jefferson was all pro last year and Chase is going to be all pro this year. Okay. So that has to be the all pro one. Um, actually, wasn't going that route, which is wow. insane. That's which is why that this is an insane. If and I, these guys are on the same team in college. I mean, all of I, these fucking. I'm handles. starting Waddle and Smith. You're gonna bench Alave and Wilson. I'm gonna bench Alave and Wilson, which is crazy because Jerry Judy might be the best receiver in this whole thing. And then I'm like, gonna, honestly, and then I'm gonna cut Judy because of rugs, correct? And rugs. So, be, but be honest, it's because of rugs. Because Jerry Judy might be might have been the best yeah. college football receiver. He won the bullet yeah. off. No, yeah, I, when he was in college it has football, to be for over a lot of these guys. It has to be for Ruggs. So wild. That is wild. Because all pro, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep Chase and Jefferson. You can't argue that. I I can't. Just Chase in college was invincible, and in the NFL, both of them. But this is wild to me because I'm 100 starting Judy and Ruggs. Judy was so fucking dominant. He was elite. He was. Right below Chase as far as best wide receivers in college football. Devontae Smith won the fucking Heisman. <laughs> okay. You can't say someone's dominant like more than Devontae Smith was dominant. You know what's wild? Every single one of these guys, at least one of them so, in each one of these teams won at least the Bolitnikoff. Were they all in New York or no? Well, Lave and Wilson will be is one it, of them, will be, I'm sure. Um, is it strange that we're all gonna be Jason, Jason Jefferson weren't, no, no. but I believe Judy was. So I'm I'm benching Smith. 
and I'm, I'm cutting Ohio State boys, You're gonna which is wild because they're fucking unreal. That's fair because they haven't Ooh. proven like next level shit yet. But this is projection. But even has Waddle and Smith haven't really done like too much. They've well, been okay. Waddle's the number one in Miami already. But they're dog shit receiving core. Like, he's okay. He would be. He's okay. I mean, objectively, no, he's okay. He gets Waddle twelve is. targets a game. No, I I agree, but he hasn't. If we're talking actually, if we're talking like next level NFL, I would probably cut. Um, Smith and Waddle, and I, I think Alave, Alave has a better chance of being better than if, both of them if in the NFL. Judy immediately, would not be hurt, and Judy would do like what his his potential is, because Ruggs is actually if, performing if, okay. If Judy, Judy was is, in a better offense, let's get that clear. But, yeah. If he was in a better offense, the better quarterback, no, Judy, he if, might be the best one here. If Judy didn't get hurt, he would have great numbers Chill, this year. He was already he got targeted fourteen times in Week One. And then Ruggs is is becoming one of his own into the Raiders' offense, which I which well, I like. He actually has. Yes. What Jefferson and Chase have threat. done in the NFL? Oh no, that's stupid. That's not even close. But Jerry Judy is not but far behind. If he didn't yeah. have fucking Drew Lock Titty being an injury, no, it's really far behind. Like how? Dude, like putting that on paper, Jerry Judy is fucking unbelievable. But, but in, unbelievable. In, in, but in another paper, offense, in another offense, like come on. I, I know his argument. I think we're adding too much NFL into it, though, because this is we're talking about college tandems, watching them in college. I get we know what Chase and Jefferson are, and they are going to be top they, five, they, top ten. They've done it. You the, know what I mean? They've done it. Yeah. They're, they're doing it. If they're not already a top ten wide receiver in the NFL. You know? Yeah, like, that's what that's, I'm saying. Like, And Smith and Waddle look like it's going to take a few years. It's just tough to assume that Judy – is the, I mean, but he was the, so good in college. But, but in healthy games, he's he's been pretty good. He's been solid. I mean, but, but dude, solid and great. Like but just Jefferson, Jefferson and Chase Judy, take over games. If they swap places, Judy would do Jefferson numbers in Minnesota. But I, I don't would say know Jefferson's like, been – has he not been somewhat underwhelming this season? He's been no, okay. No, he's I think he's been good. I think Thielen's had a better season. But Thielen's – Thielen's Thielen. Thielen's a pro baller. But they're Thielen's taking Jefferson's Thielen. out of games. Like, they're double-teaming him and making right. Thielen beat him. Right. So, I think that's – And gotta, Jefferson's not there yet as far as, like, they're not keying on him yet. They might the next rest of the season now, though, to yeah. be honest with you. Like, yeah. that's that's a very yeah. strong possibility. That, that's a good point. Because they've got last, a lot of weapons. Last year, the number one corner locked up Thielen. Yes. Jefferson eight. He ran this year, kind of a little they're bit opposite. But, Jeff, top. He's but still Jefferson's good, still getting his – Yeah, he's still getting numbers. Like, he's still – I mean, I love just Jefferson. Jamar Chase is another fucking level. Um, Jerry Judy has as a potential to be all pro. Uh, he really does. I, I mean, I, yeah, that's why he got drafted in the top 15. I think we got to give some love to Lava and Wilson. Just prove it. Just get more time. I mean, they're fucking it's, it's phenomenal. It's kind of unfair yeah, it, as far as projections. Let, let's see a couple of these big games against Michigan and then like no, a No, they're going to eat them football. alive. Like, they're fucking that good. <laughs> like, they're so good. And, and let's Jackson. See in the, let's see them in the big dogs. This I mean, okay, obviously they, Smith, Waddle, Judy, Ruggs were all on the same team stupid. at one point, which is insane yeah. when they were, were Rudy and Ju- Judy and Ruggs were juniors. But then Alave, Wilson, Jackson, and Jigba at Ohio State, their number three is and who, also a first rounder. Who's the fucking other guy? Smith. Uh, Jackson, Jigba. That's him. Okay, that's Jackson, Jigba. They have another guy, oh, too. No, and Jigba Smith is his last name. Yeah. That's okay, his last name. Okay, that guy. Yeah. Jackson and Jigba Smith, I think, is his name. He's yeah, fucking and they incredible. have another guy, number four, who's really good at that. I think Julian he had the Fleming. most catches. Julian Fleming. Fleming. Yes. He's their four. That's insane, too. Those guys, are, those two guys. Are hey, Flem- hey Fleming's tight. Next. Fleming's tight. Future Packer. For sure. Future right. Packer, good jersey. Let's get to the picks. My free picks. Um, Which, wait, hold on. What's your three receivers? You can have on your team three receivers from those, that list right there. At, like on the Packers? Yes. Are you fucking kidding <laughs> me? Just give me three. 
Chase, Jefferson. Wow, just that tandem. Okay. I mean, they've just proven they've done it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. And, and as much as I hyped up Judy, I don't think I would want them with those two. If you're talking like all three on the same team, I would want Rugs. See, I'd want those two with uh, Devontae Smith. No. no. Put Devontae Smith in the slot, let him eat. Waddle in the slot, let him fucking or Waddle. do everything. Let, I like Waddle there. You too. need you need someone to take the top off when you got guys you on the corner. But he's also a possession guy. He's an over-the-top guy. That is so position. hard. No, Chase is over the top. Chase is he, over the he'll, top. He'll take a guy one-on-one. It's hard because but if you're saying like, fuck. hey, there's a safety over top of Chase and there's a safety over top Jefferson and fucking rugs runs the seam wild, it's over. All right. Great conversation. I told you I got something four, good for you there. Four, oh, two. Good. Told you I got something good for you there. So that was I do love Judy great. though. Don't forget the Judy love. All right. Well done. CY, what are your best uh, bets this week? Went five and five last week. Not great. Trash. I got fucked up on some late late game bullshit. Like the what killed me? Okay, I had over in the Houston East Carolina game over fifty eight. The score was twenty four to ten at halftime. It went to overtime at twenty four twenty four. Oh, that's tough. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And they end up scoring a touchdown overtime. I, so I you, miss it. I tell you this every week. You went five and five. Just take your best five. You're, you probably went five and out. No, you the people need every more. Week. Every fucking the week. people need more. I got a bunch of picks this week too. All right, first one: Coastal Carolina minus eighteen and a half versus Troy. They're upset. They lost last week to App State. They're still a good team. I they love that. blow out. They're, they're going to win by 40 points. All right. Cincinnati at Tulane. Tulane can't stop a fucking nosebleed. 24 points. Tulane can score a little bit. They're not going to score in Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati goes and makes a statement. They're hearing all this bullshit about how they didn't cover last week. Fickle, Fickle's going to get him fucking fired up. Minus 24 at Tulane. Bet the house on We it. didn't say Fickle one time this entire podcast. You just did. All right. U- Utah State at home against Hawaii, minus five and a half. Damn, that's three fucking group of fives I've picked so far. Hawaii is not good off the rock. Utah State is a good football <laughs> Get them team. Off the rock. Get them this off game, the rock. I think, is going to be Sean cold. Connery. I think it's going to be cold as fuck. Get the Hawaii boys in the cold. Utah State, minus five and a half. I hate to do it. I love Hawaii. Georgia, minus 14 at Florida. I feel like we're all going to fucking bet this. Route. We're all going to bet I'm it. Feeling the route there, too. Okay. Boston College getting six points at Syracuse. Oh, yeah. I I know Boston College did not play well last week, and they lost, and they were on my bet sheet at Louisville. They laid an egg. But Syracuse is not a good football team. Their coach is going to get fired at the end of this year. Boston College is still good. They can They're play defense. Louisville is playing better than I anticipated. I actually also like the under a 50 and a half. Both these teams can't score very well. I feel like that number is too high. All right. Sneaky UTEP. Good football team. They're getting 11 points at FAU. You got a game anyone cares about here? UTEP? These are, this is money. Is that Aaron Jones? It's money. It's yeah. money. UTEP's lost one game all year. No, they're good. They're getting 11 points. They produce all pro running backs. Take them. All right. <laughs> Ole Miss plus three at Auburn. We all like Ole Miss. I think they, they cover the three. Yeah. I see it's even down to two and a half on some books. Notre Dame minus three and a half. I love this game. We talked about it earlier. Take Notre Dame in the points. NC State, minus seven at Louisville. They were a cheese dick last week. NC State's still not a bad team. I'm still not buying Louisville. They kind of fuck me every week, but I'm going to take NC State regardless. And then I love Stanford, minus two and a half at home against Washington. Washington's a fucking dumpster fire. They almost lost to U of A last week. I don't think they're very good. Go on the road again, Stanford. Stanford's an underrated team. Give me Stanford. 
Washington coach is a guy that I think definitely needs to be talked about for being fired. I mean, you're talking about Chris Peterson was doing a great job, took him to a college football playoff, had a great team for many years there. I mean, he did his thing at Boise State, Washington, and he has not made that program any better. Like, he has drilled that into the ground. I think he's a guy that definitely should be looked at to be fired. Agreed, 100%. Game, well, a couple games I that, think he'll, they'll give him the rest of the year, but. Yeah, he'll finish out, but he'll be fired. Fresno State at San Diego State. San Huge Diego game. State doesn't have a loss. And San Diego State's ranked. Huge game. One point favorite there. So Fresno State, obviously, um, team that's taken down uh, UCLA and also lost by seven against Oregon. Good team, but give me some Aztecs there. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. A couple other sneaky games. You got Kentucky, who's obviously still 12. One loss to Georgia. Only a favorite by one and a half points against Mississippi State. Trap game. I might stay away from that. Trap game for me. Mississippi State has a good quarterback. Will Rogers is pretty good. Will Rogers is right. I'm saying stay away. Give me Kansas plus 30, by the way. (laughs) Who do they play? Oklahoma State. Plus 30? They're playing well. I'm staying away. I'm not betting on fucking Kansas. (laughs) We just argued if they're the worst team in the fucking Power 5. Program. I didn't say team. Program. We literally just argued if they would beat Vanderbilt. They would beat UConn, bro. (laughs) I have them winning. (laughs) Wow. Stop. Stop. All right. That is college football. Good stuff. Week nine, week eight recap. We will have a lot of information on college football next week based on what happens on Saturday. Of course. All right. Time for the NFL. Week seven of the competition. And it's getting some storylines with week seven. All right. Start with B. B. Most points in the league, in the competition last week. Well done, brother. Eight points, I totaling up to 29. You had a lock of the Rams you hit. Hit your first upset of the year. Congrats. Let's go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Have the you. Bengals. Hey, I always got to clap. Who day? Who day? All right. Um, I was the worst of the week. I had six points. I had the lock of the Cardinals and the upset with the Titans. I hit an upset. Haven't missed an upset all year. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, my point total is 41. K. Morg, seven points, totaling to 31. He had the Cardinals as a lock and upset with the Bengals. He also hit an upset. Uh, Mac had seven points as well. Up to 33. His lock was the Packers, and his upset was also the Bengals. So the Didn't whole. Did he pick the Ravens? No, he picked the Bengals. No, I picked the Bengals in both. No, we, we swept. No, me- no remember, Mac he did. picked the Ravens in the game. No, and- Mac did. Yes, Mac. I didn't. No, we're talking about Mac. No, we. Yeah. yeah, I thought he picked the Ravens in the game, but his upset was the. That's the soft ass pussy shit, dude. We it talked was. about that. We called him a pussy for it last week. Fuck. It was, though. So the whole pod hits an upset when B hits his first. So. <laughs> So Ain't that some shit? What's the score? Not a lot. Scores is I'm in the lead with 41. Mac is in second place at 33. K Morg at 31 in third place. But B at 29 closed the gap between third place to catch K Morg. Fuck, I got a lot of points this week. Mm-hmm. Tight. You did eight points. Good for you. That was yeah. You needed to do something to clear the gap a little bit. You're hey, we still got weeks left. Just keep grinding, bro. Yeah, no, it's right. back-to-back weeks. I didn't take any notes. I'm just picking when, when it comes. And look at, look at you. Fuck it. That's what K-Morg does every week. All right. <laughs> I do what? <laughs> exactly. See? No idea. No idea. I, NFL starts, checks out. I has yeah. no idea what's going like, on. Like, actually. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually. Okay, go ahead. All right. Titans roll the Chiefs. What a game. No one saw this coming. I think we all would have picked the Chiefs, or did we, we all pick the Chiefs? You picked the Titans. Yeah, that's right. That's it. <laughs> that wasn't your upset. You just picked it. That was your upset. That was my upset. I thought Bengals were. No, you oh, all it? the other three other had Bengals. Oh, okay. It's the only reason he had points this week. Okay. 
I know my my picks were dog shit. I had my lock and my upset, and then I only got two right. I mean, are we concerned with the Chiefs? Yeah, it's time to talk about it. We're, are we concerned? It's time. Their um, their defense is fucking atrocious. It's so bad. It's ranked thirty two out of thirty two. So that's fucking bad. But that's not what's concerning because they've overcame bad defenses before. You know, get a turnover here, and Andy Reid could figure it out. It's time to talk about Mahomes, and no one wants to talk about it. They scored three fucking points. Mahomes is not playing fucking good at all. He has a pick in the last 15 games. Jesus. And he's not a pick That's ESPN for you. Before this season. He's thrown a pick in the last 15 games. Before this season, he was not known as a guy that was turning the ball over. Does this game say more about the Titans or the Chiefs? Chiefs. Chiefs suck. Okay, I don't know if they suck. Come on. Okay. Are they going to make the playoffs? That's the question we need to answer. Would you be surprised they go and fucking win the last seven, you know, of the season, make no, a I wild would. card game, no, no, win out, no. go to the Super Bowl? No, no, no. So that's not the concern. But right now we're talking about week eight in the NFL. They're not good. If right now they played the Raiders. Raiders beat them by 14. I'm hammering the Chiefs. <laughs> I, I just... It's because you're a piece of shit, though. Am I a piece of shit for that? Like yes. a little bit. Is anyone on a different mindset than me? If they, well, I've said I think it, I've said I think Raiders times. win by two touchdowns. I don't I don't bet against Mahomes because at the end of the day he could throw fifty touchdowns. I'm not gonna say that though, but I would. He it's throws Mahomes. he throws bad turnovers. He is right now though. Bad and they're and he's bad right now. The defense has obviously we talked about. It, there's no help there. They can't run the ball. At all. Clyde's injured. Tyreek Hill has drop issues. A lot. Like a lot. And if they don't target Travis Kelsey 18 times, they don't move the football. And well, that's what we saw dub- in the Super teams Bowl. Teams are doubling up Kelsey hard. Well, we saw in the Super Bowl, Travis Kelsey had like 130 in the Super Bowl, and they still you know, didn't score a touchdown. You know what it is? Teams are just eliminating the big play. Yeah. And that's what the and that's what the Chiefs do is they just throw bombs downfield to Tyreek, and they've eliminated that. They've, they're panicking. They've eliminated that, and, they've, and they're doubling up Kelsey, and they're forcing him to throw underneath the hard Hardman and Pringle. And, and it's they're, not working. And they're, they're dropping not, the fuck out of the ball. And they're, they're not dropping. willing to take those little plays and work the way down the field. They, yeah. They're, they're not just, very patient. They're not patient at all. That's a good way to put it is they're not. They want the big play right away. you got to kind of put it on Andy Reid and be enemy for this because they're not adjusting to schemes. But also, how many times is the five-yard route open and Mahomes overlooks it, sprints out of the pocket? No. I, I you know, you got to put it on him as well. I think it's 50-50 blame with the coaches and Mahomes. To answer your question, though, I it, it's concerning. But I'm not worried. Do they make the playoffs? Yeah. Do they win the division? No. What do you think? Uh, no. Let's just say no. It's hard to say they won't make the playoffs because, you know, right. Super Bowl last two years. But what I'm seeing on the field right now, no. They miss playoffs. Who's wow. the best team in the division? Chargers. After they just got blown out by the Ravens? Yeah. I think... I think Chargers, we watched the Raiders and Chargers go head-to-head, and the Chargers outclassed them in almost every aspect of football. That was a close football game. For one end. quarter. At the end. The yeah. third quarter, the Raiders yeah. went on a on a tear. Besides, you take that out, they got blown out. I think you the, fucking love the Raiders. You think the Raiders are the best team in the division? I really? Don't know. I mean, they're close. They're not like far behind I the Chargers. Know. I think the Chargers, like you take. I think all three teams are gonna make the playoffs. Really? Yes, that whole division is gonna make the playoffs. Mm. Ooh, that who are you leaving out? Who's the other wild card team then? Colts. So you think one AFC North team gets in? Oh fuck! I mean, it's yeah, no, know. you're you're high right now. Yeah. Ravens, I Ravens are going it. to playoffs. I just said it. Okay, well, I Bengals are going to playoffs. I have a question asked about this later. So okay, 
I, I, I'm interested about yeah, that. Like you said, I'm checked out. I'm just well, talking. <laughs> Let, uh, I actually want to get into an AFC playoff bracket. That, right. That's an interesting conversation. That is a conversation we'll get to in, this, in a second. What about the Titans? What Titans do we think good. about the Titans? Same old Titans. It's the same thing. Same yeah, thing. I mean, yeah. Like, we knew who they were before going to this game, and we just know what they, they are still. They had an ugly mm-hmm. loss. Uh, was it Seattle? No, no Jets. The Jets. Oh, the, I'm not counting that. It's a they had injuries, That's though. A they had a lot. It happened. They had a ton what of injuries. What was week one? No, uh, week one, they... Pretty sure it was Seahawks. No, they got their no. ass beat by the Cardinals. Cardinals. Yes, it was. Yes. But it was, which which looks like a good loss. Looks yeah. like a good there loss good now. losses, but I mean... It's not a bad loss. It's. I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna make playoffs. Henry is gonna have a billion. Tannehill plays okay, but the defense well is enough. the defense playing better. Their defense playing well now. Three points in Mahomes, regardless. That's yeah. fucking impressive. Of course. So if the the Titans play good defense, they're a scary team to watch. All right, moving on. Bengals crushed the Ravens, and I'll. They did. I will let you guys talk about it first. Hey, I will sit. You guys go first. You guys I mean, there's not much to say. I mean, what do you think about this game? We all picked them. You did. Yeah, they had a yeah, chance. Yeah, we picked them. I mean, it, it was a good, uh, it was a great win. I texted you that. I said, hey, great win. You know, that was a big win for you guys. I mean, I was impressed with how you guys played, especially on defense, considering the momentum that the Ravens had coming in on offense. I'll go one step further than that. Do it. Franchise changing win. I will say that because it was it was safe to argue that some of your wins going into the season, or I mean going into this game, you weren't, say weren't like underwhelming. Underwhelming. You've had field goal games to a lot of close teams. But also, like, Vikings are a good football team. Like, we've yeah. realized that actually some of those wins aren't as bad. Yeah. I mean, it's fair. It's, but it's a fair argument to say, like, okay, well, the Ravens go and beat them up, they, and they can start losing some games down the stretch because are they ready? They're young. Zach Taylor issues. And that's the other Offensive thing. line say, issues. Zach Taylor might have saved his job with uh, this win. Too. Burrow was protected. But I'm not a Zach Taylor guy. You dominated uh, a good defense, I think. Like, this is a defense that just shut down the Chargers. Yeah, so you, they, dom- you dominated really the defense. But that's not – I mean, the Bengals' offense is unreal. I mean, unreal. I, I really think they're really good football when starts, they, starts when they protect Uzama. Burrow. It starts with Uzama. Hey, he's yeah, great, it's, too. It's his, it's his passion. It's his passion. Last thing I'll say is you guys played this defense probably from the Cody Cookbook to stop Lamar Jackson that I haven't seen. I thought it was very impressive. It, so, was, it was very interesting defense. So, no, no blitz? I don't think he blitzed one time. No, we blitzed. No, we blitzed. We just threw different fronts at him that they just stayed in their gaps. I mean, Ryan, Ryan Clark it. said he's. We threw defenses at Lamar that Ryan Clark played ten years in the NFL, never saw. Him I've play. never. I was very impressed with that game. We threw blitzes when we had to, and we knew when to throw them. I think the first thing I'll say is, like, lucky this podcast is on Wednesday, and not Monday, because how fired I fired up I was <laughs> about it. Like, I've had a few days to digest it, but I 100 percent agree with B. You go into Pittsburgh. I didn't see anything bad. No, I no. I'm just saying franchise changing. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with franchise you. changing. Because you go into Pittsburgh, a place that you've had had success in a long time, you win that game. All right, that secured Zach Taylor's job. I mean, this That's game. What did I it. said. No, not this game. I said Pittsburgh. Oh yeah. yeah. This game, you go into Baltimore now, who Zach Taylor hasn't had success against. Now you put yourself into 
we're one of the best teams in the division. And the way we did it, and yes, our offense was good. Um, they struggled in the first quarter, but for two and a half quarters after that, until they pulled the first team, they were they're starting to click on all cylinders. Joe Burrow has changed this franchise. Ooh. Has absolutely changed it. And Zach Taylor needs credit. Duke Tobin, our GM, deserves credit for his offseason moves because as good as the offense is, the defense is better. The defense is fifth in the NFL right now in all categories, eight at worst, and there's no big names. You can say Jesse Bates, still an underrated guy. But a guy. drafted guy, though. You know what I mean? A drafted guy, and then the free agent signs have been incredible. Hendrickson. Hendrickson has this is great. six sacks. That was a really good Yeah. Uh, Cheeto Awuzie from Dallas is number four in the NFL. Gave up 200 on Adams, but whatever. But no, playing great football. Sorry. Fourth in the NFL. My bad. Higher than Jair. My bad. So we can say that. Jair hasn't played. Yep. Higher. This is Higher. fucking crazy. So I was, I was franchise changing gratitude. Yeah, but you had to but, throw in the fucking Adams bullshit. But <laughs> this game fired me up. Good one. The Bengals won four fucking games last year. We have five wins now and we're in contention. Number one in the AFC? For t- yeah, today. Let's relax on that. But Raiders by 10. Ra- Raiders by 10. <laughs> we're going to Ve- the Bengals go to Vegas. This Those year. two are very comparable teams to me. I'm be honest. Yeah, I don't right. think they're very comparable at all. Yes. Teams that can move the ball well, I think they can move the ball well. Their defense from last year to this year, especially night the pass day. the yeah. pass rush, night and day. And they got yeah. guys who could cl- cover now, which the, is you the know, Raiders can't. Casey cover. Hayward, Nate Hobbs, they're... Jonathan Abrams. <laughs> oh, fucking the worst. <laughs> that guy's fucking brain dead. He's better than Jamal. Um, TCU, a second hey, rounder. We're fucking talking about the Bengals. Morig. I'm just saying they're comparable. Big like, win. The defense, the defense is more. Big win for the Bengals. Huge win. It's good defense. Fired me up. Very and good. Jamar Chase, didn't Correct. even mention him yet. Average. Fucking 201. AFC player of the year or of the week. Sorry. Marlon, is, is Marlon Humphrey rookie. suck? No, he's a dude. Nah. No, he's good. He might fucking suck. Jamar made him look like he sucked, but he's a fucking dude. He's going to make 96 million. Zay Jones made him look like he sucks. So. <laughs> Rape. All right. Bales right. be the Ravens. All right. Time for some podcast teams that are absolute dog shit right now. Me and Kay Morick had a bet who would be better. I think the bet should be who would be worse. The Broncos and the Panthers. Both these teams are dog shit. Who's the worst team between the two? Yes. You know, I I think uh, you're sticking to it. You're still Pan- sticking. Panthers on are it. better. <laughs> Panthers are better you're than still the Broncos. Sticking on it. Yes, <laughs> they're better than the Broncos. They scored fucking three points against the Giants. I don't care. They yeah. lost me a lot of fucking money. I they bent. They benched Sam Darnold. That's fine. He's come back for the year. Stop. That that Just fucking stop. That no, I will. I honestly think the Panthers are better than the Broncos. B. Um, I'm not saying that as much. I'm just saying that they're better than the Broncos. I think Sam Darnold's seen ghosts again. He might be. But I, I still think the Panthers are – CMC needs to obviously be in the, the ball game very soon. He hasn't – I mean, how many games has he played in the last two years? You four. know what I mean? Maybe it's, like four. It's yeah. been bad. That's very concerning. They need to really reevaluate that. Um, but at this point – um, Teddy Tapebridge watch is so fucking bad, bro. I was talking to someone. I forget who I was talking to. I was talking to Mitch, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Tim Tim Patrick, Noah Noah Fant, Noah Fant, Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon. Another quarterback throws Cam- forty five fucking touchdowns in this offense. Hamler, K 
KJ, I know he's hurt, but yeah. another quarterback throws 45 touchdowns. Well, offense. Judy's been out. Judy's been out. Judy's been out. Hamler's out. Even still, but he still has Sutton, Fant, great tandem running back. Judy comes back Tim Patrick week. is underrated as hell. Tim Patrick's a good player. Teddy not, sucks. Not a bad offensive no, line. No, Teddy here. sucks. Imagine when they draft fucking Matt Corral next year. Imagine when they trade for Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my oh God. fuck, dude. Sorry. Wow. Why did I say that? <clears throat> I'm gonna. I, I'm sticking with the – I think the Panthers are worse than the Broncos. I'm going to stick with it. We'll die on our hills. We're gonna have to die on our hills. No, I, don't I mean, because you guys bet it. I mean, you're not gonna switch mid bet. What was it? Thirty rack? What was that? I don't even remember. I think it was. 100 they have the same oh, record at this point. What? What's the record? I think the record is the exact same. Sick. I mean, the Panthers the division might be harder to win too. At least we have the Falcons. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. But we'll take those wins. Jerry Judy come back. Hopefully, I mean, who knows? In same season, the fuck's gonna come back. He's blown. All right. The Dolphins are a fucking dumpster fire. Can we talk about that for a second? They had this game won. They score too fast. They give Atlanta too much time. They go down, kick a field goal. Young Hulk Hall. I wouldn't even say they had that game won. I mean, they were losing that whole game, though. That but guy, they scored. No, they clutch, came back. The they came back. They scored, like, and they were winning. The with Falcons like, were outclassing them for most of that game, I thought. Hey, the Raisin kicker's so clutch. He's but a dude. Fucking Tua threw four touchdowns. Yeah. Tua looked good in this game. It's he threw weird. two it's, picks, though. Too. I would say it's weird that their defense looks as bad as they do. Considering I, what we saw last year. They said, was it Flores? Right, Flores, yeah. They said he lost the locker room. They said no one's listening to his shit anymore. Like, they're kind of sick of him, which is crazy because he was, like, arguably the coach of the year last year. Dude, I, I thought were, so. Had they're ten. a fucking dumpster fire. It's bad. I work with a guy that's a big Dolphins fan, and he likes Flores. He's not dead with Tua. It's just, I don't. They're bad. They're plain and simple, they lost to Urban Meyer. We thought they were going to fucking win 10 games this year. I thought they were going to be a wild card team. Yeah. I think we all picked them to be close to a wild card, I think. I did. I, I, I picked Dolphins to be right where they were last year. I wasn't as high on them, but I was still I didn't think they were this bad. What do you think the problem is? You think it's Tua still? No, could you you just watched Tua's best game. Yeah. I think they're a mess, like organizationally. I think their offensive line's fucking well, terrible. You got to think about it too. I mean, they're in a lot of tur- not like I wouldn't say turmoil, but like there's a lot of outside conversations with Deshaun Watson that I think could be affecting it. I mean, we just saw something that was, it's confirmed. Is it not confirmed? He's coming. Do you think do they we, should trade for him? Do we follow Tua? It depends on what the price is, right? You know, I mean, like we you, you and I we didn't talk about it too much yesterday because you're like, oh, let's talk about it tomorrow. But like, what do you think the price tag is? I mean, again, they said it's it's as good as done at this point. But well, the rumor has it is the Dolphins are s- s- sticking to their offer, which is we don't know, right? But what's what's in your mind? Do you, it's had to change from the off season because it had to. Of course, they said multiple we're, ones and players. Yeah, right? we're talking two first Tua and another player. At, that was like before I, any sexual misconduct came about. I think it's a one Tua and a late rounder. As, I, as I, high as third. I mean, obviously it depends on whatever off the field thing is going to play itself out. I still think it could be two ones and a Tua. I still think it could be. Two ones and a Tua makes sense. And I think you do they, it because you have a billion from the 49ers for Trey Lance. It's yeah. true. Like, why not? They do have, they have that. a million first round picks. Also, if... I mean, if you're talking like a Houston Texans team without Deshaun Watson is arguably one of the worst in the NFL. With Deshaun Watson, they make playoffs possible. <laughs> yeah. It is in in the NFL, ninety percent of the playoff teams are led by a franchise quarterback. I agree, but even their fucking defense is bad, their O line is bad. 
The only weapon they like have Houston, is the second wall. Houston doesn't have a good old line. They had, but they have Laramie Tunzel, who's a franchise left tackle that they gave up picks for. But they, well, that's when they had the Andre Hopkins. They were a playoff team. Like, Both franchises are in tough spots, basically. The Houston's a dumpster fire. They traded Mark Ingram today. Yeah, I saw that to the Saints. I think if the trade talks were real, they need to put a lot of pressure on the NFL to make a decision. Agreed. Because the NFL still has to decide. Well, he's he's not exempt as of right now, correct? Yeah. yeah like he so could, he could he go could and play. play. But they need to make that decision because you, you're going to let Miami give up everything. And then and then, him. then suspend them. Yeah. You should either suspend them now it's a bad or, situation. or just let the uh, you know investigation That's also a thing that the Dolphins out. said, too, is that they're going to wait to see what the repercussions were legally. So they, they have to come out with but something. That could, that could be a while. That could be a while. All right. Raiders look impressive again. I mean, it's time to give these guys credit. They've beaten the teams they're supposed to. I know K. Morgan's been on them all year. I haven't been. I'm not completely bought in on them yet. You, but never, you never will be. But I will. They could be 7-0 right now. You'd Bullshit. Be like, yeah, I'm not No, if they would have went into fucking SoFi and beat the Chargers, I would be on them. But I called that exactly how it went. Oh, sorry. Chargers dominated that game. Pat himself on the back. Yeah, sorry. No, I'm just saying, like, if you want me to be bought in, we you got to fucking do something. Game, but like, right. I, the What I'm saying about the Raiders is they're doing what they're supposed to do. Are they a playoff team? I don't know. I think it's close. I think it's really close. Okay. I, I just think I think it's really close. Okay. You gotta prove to me if you're a playoff team, you gotta win games in the division. And they if, beat the if Broncos. If they make the playoffs, do they promote their interim guy to head coach? No. Yes. Yes, because uh, <laughs> David David Carr sat on uh or the NFL network and demanded it. It was awesome. Did he really? Yeah, he loves them. What's your thoughts? I mean, the winning games are supposed to. My thoughts is is exactly what I think about the Bengals. I think night and day difference on defense. Max Crosby leads the league in uh, QB pressure. He's um, playing well. He's playing phenomenal. Their corners are – I don't see why you hate their corners, but Casey Hayward is playing outstanding. Hobbs is playing great. Uh, their safety tandem's playing pretty good, actually. Uh, I'm not kidding about – Abram, he's yeah. actually playing good he's football. He's playing good football. And you called that. You said Abrams was going to have a, a really good year because of the TCU guy they drafted. No, like, I, I, you, you said that. Get, and it's freedom to play in the box. It's coming, it's coming into fruition. No, they're letting him play in the box. He's playing yeah. way better. Yeah, they're letting him stop the run and not having to cover but as much. But we've known Carr is good. It's, Carr's it's good. whether they can, you know, him and Gruden were button heads. Gruden's not there anymore. So can they get the running game going? Jacob's not going to play this year, but Kenyon Drake looks good. Get rugs in open field and Waller healthy. Even when Waller is out, um, they they hit that tight end, you know, five six times for a touchdown. My thing with the Raiders is there's a clear cut way that they can be beat, so it scares me about them. You know what? It, what? What is that way? Just cookbook. cookbook. Get the cookbook out. What's the cookbook for the Raiders here? Stop the run, double Waller, make those receivers win one on one battles. Which they've been doing well. They have. But if you do that in a game. Edwards, Zay Jones, Rugs. I'm playing good football. If you have good one-on-one man corners and, and, and stop the run. And third and Renfro. You know what would solve that? Third and Renfro. Honestly, what you just said. You know what would stop that? If they would have drafted CeeDee Lamb over Henry Rugs. Oh, Rose. can you imagine like, that honestly, shit? Like, honestly. Or Judy. Like, I don't want to get into uh, that. Judy, can you, Judy, no, Judy was there. Yeah. Rugs was the first one off the board. I don't, don't want, I don't want to get into that. Or Justin Jefferson. But I'm just like, saying, like, you have that number one guy who can win that battle. Yes. Yeah. Like, We're, there's no over. confidence Raiders in this. Be. There's no confidence in this group in Edwards or Rugs. Like, they're good. They're not a number one. I love Renfro, though. 
same argument. They're but, not number ones. But it's third and five. He's he got the he's guy like covering. A, he's him. a number one slot. He's a good slot player. He's solid. He would, he would be the number one slot on damn near every team this year. Not yes. the Bengals. Tyler Boyd's the best slot receiver in That's football. Yeah, that might be the only scenario, yeah. I would say, honestly. I, I mean, I... Um, middle podcast, have to go and say it. J.J. Watt is now out for the season. Out for Are the season? Uh, undergoing surgery. Oh, my fucking God. And this was a... I saw this today. That like, he was, Likely to be season-ending surgery. Wow. It just happened right now. And this was... I said this earlier. Yikes. I think I think I said it two weeks ago. I saw today that he was going to be out for this game. But that's where I think the downfall of these Cardinals because they're such a veteran team. They're old. They're old that you get halfway through the season, these injuries and shit start happening. I, I, he I, was playing great. He was playing phenomenal. Well. But it's fucking J.J. Watt, typical. Plays fucking seven games a year and then yeah. you're hurt for the rest of the year. I mean, that's a typical season. It sucks. I mean, I like J.J. Watt, but no, it you is. Don't. You hate J.J. Watt. I kind of do hate J.J. Exactly. Watt. Exactly. But he's good for the game. Like, I agree. He's good for football. He's a good football player, but. This is my concern with the Cardinals. Like, how can, are they going to be able these older guys withstand a 17 yeah. game season? I, I got a soft I they do have track a good here. Mix they do. Old and young, though. I got a soft track. We're, we're going to get to the Cardinals in a minute. Okay. Back, a back to Raiders receiving core. That's what we're talking about. And Tyler Boyd. But I, I, I think they're a playoff team. Just, be, just strictly due to the pass rush and able to guard the man on the outside. They should be a wild card team. In my mind, they should be. Will they? I don't said know. He didn't know. I don't. They should be. I don't know if they're going to be. Okay. All move, right. Move on. Moving on. Colt Edge, the Niners. Okay, Morgan, are we concerned with the Niners? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, but I'm not. I'm also not surprised at the same time. This is a. a we're in a very weird, weird in between ground where we have a quarterback Garoppolo who is getting pressure behind him from a quarterback who isn't the guy right now. Like, I'm sorry, Niner fans, but Trey Lance is not the guy right now. And it's like Garoppolo, we should just give Garoppolo the keys and let him go and make it. I mean, this was his, this was a very, very sloppy game as far as the conditions, obviously. Yeah. And what was disappointing, like it was pumping. It was, it was, it was pouring. a fucking hurt. I game. honestly don't even think they should have, like they should have postponed it. Like the, the chiefs bills game, honestly. But anyway, um, so that was a sloppy game, and you can't fault. I mean, neither quarterback played well. Let's be honest. You know what I mean? I mean, receivers are dropping balls. Pittman, Debo. You know, it, it is what it is. What's disappointing in that game, though? But the point being on that one is Garoppolo hasn't truly had a bad game this season. You know what I mean? He almost beat the Packers single handedly. You know, he's played well in games. He played well against the Eagles, etc. Um, but what's disappointing about that game was the Niners two years ago when we were the Super Bowl team. We win that game. We win the sloppy. Yeah. We win yeah. the sloppy, grimy, physical game. And we got beat at the line of scrimmage by DeForest Buckner on the other side of the ball who we had. Fuck. That's what's that's what hurts Fuck. as a fan. DeForest. I mean, I don't, I've, I've said DeForest. it. Oregon? Yeah. yeah. He, I it was it was upsetting too because DeForest Buckner had an interview. He was, you know, upset about the trade because he thought he was gonna be a Niner forever too. That hurt me even more. Wow. Damn. Yeah, and I have his jersey. B, so what do you got in this game? Um, and you know, I'm a low key Colts guy. You're also a low key Niner guy. Yeah, you are. I mean, I'm he's, not, but he says he's not, whatever. but he is. I support my friends. Thank you, my wife. But anyways, the Colts are back. Yeah, they it's also fair. They lost some close games, but I love this win. This win on the road in fucking hell, grimy. hellfire, dude. It was grimy. great. It was grimy. It was nice. Carson Wentz 
in the rain, you're like, this is where he blows his fucking hammy for the year. And he played good. Mm-hmm. And JT is running fucking wild, who I just acquired in a trade. We'll get is- it. We'll, we should talk about trade Palooza. Let's later. talk about that. Trade Miguel. We'll, we'll talk about that later. We'll, um, Mitchapalooza. I I love I love the Colts. I think they this is the game that sets off their like. I mean, there's a big game this week. Obviously, we'll yeah. set the tone. Is that in our picks? It is. It is. Um, but I really I really like them to make wild card, and because this game impressed me that much. Before we get into the, we want to talk about a couple different things. I want to add something here. First, about the Niners. I think this game exposed the Niners weakness and what K Morgan's been calling for for fucking years is their secondary. Oh God, I didn't even talk about it. Carson it was Wentz so was bad. just throwing the ball up for pass interferences and the Niners corners couldn't who's do anything. Th- who's number three? 30? Three. Oh, uh, Tart. Jaquiski Tart. Bad. They couldn't, yeah. like the corner, the bad. secondary was just exposed in this game. Dude, Wentz throw, was just throw throwing the ball, the ball up. up. P.I. Throw the ball up. P.I. And there were like legit P.I.s. They weren't like cheap calls no we were running into them yes like we were, it was we were running into them it was even the one in the end zone like turn around we and had just, no body control it was zero body control. and that's what came morgan saying for years and you guys ignore it ignore it and this is what happens i need to send letters I need to send letters so that leads me to my next point this week kyle, i believe kyle, on kyle hamilton on tuesday Hamilton. is the trade deadline for the nfl yeah do you think the niners make a move to go get someone and try to make Make a run for it, or they wear it. Or with, with what draft capital? Xavier Howard. I think there's going to cost a two, second round pick to get out of Miami. I don't even know if we have that. Because because I mean, with me, you don't build a franchise through trading and free agency. You build a franchise through the draft. The Rams disagree. But no, I mean, I would disagree that I would say that their team has been built like foundationally through the draft. Aaron Donald. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I'm almost players. actually on the opposite train of Jimmy get dished out of town because and rebuild and you start the full rebuild now start it now start wow. and, and give Trey Lance all the games the rest of the year but who's in a trade for Jimmy mid-year like which team that's on the borderline doesn't have a quarterback depending on Baker's injury Browns it's oh that's crazy I mean, tell me he wouldn't be great in Stefanski's no, that's, offense that's crazy that, I mean it's a very similar they pound the football and he's great with play action Jimmy Garoppolo is the number one play action quarterback in the NFL that's that's a that's a, a real the stat. Same, the same team you just mentioned in Xavier Howard, Miami could, if yeah. they're not sold. I don't think that's a good fit. I think Deshaun's a better fit. Denver, Miami. Denver would be a great fit. They, I mean, Carolina. I would do that. Yeah, I mean, I would do that. He, in he's if he's I was a good quarterback. Rural, actually, he's a good quarterback, and I hate the situation. I didn't like the Trey Lance move. Pitt. Yeah, there's a good one. No, they're not gonna. They're not gonna pick. Not mid season. Yeah, maybe not mid season. After the season, maybe. Yeah. But I mean, I I don't disagree. I just I just hate this in between situation we're in. So yeah, it's terrible. If, if that was the move, fine, just do it and then get it over with. Because like we got to give the kid the chance to see what he's got. I mean, I get it. It's a project, but at the end of the day, you're you're not doing Garoppolo any favors by having him look over his shoulder. And this team that could win football games. Yeah, you know, what I mean, this team is a good football no, team. No, they they already I mean, made their decision. I'm you sorry, gave up, you gave up capital for Trey Lance. Yeah, get, Nick Bosa. Get him out. Nick Bosa still look like a dude every single game. Yeah, you know, I mean, we if we if Garoppolo played against the Cardinals, we probably win that game. True. We looked fu- our defense was unreal against the best team in football so far. I mean, yeah. enough. Move on. B, do you want to see the Packers make a move at the deadline? And if so, who do you want to get? Um, or what position? 
position wise, I I would love a corner. Another one. Injury injury's been killing us. Alexander's timeline. We tried to get Gilmore. We tried hard. And if there's a reasonable price tag out there, Savion Howard, they said it's gonna could move. Kevin King's not good. Stokes has been playing great, but he's had to guard all the number ones with Alexander out. So he's getting beat here and there. I mean, Sullivan's okay. And Rashad Douglas is, I mean, but he gets burnt. They commit penalties. It's kind of our weak area with Alexander out right now. I would I would love to see Xavier Howard come over or, you know, a rotating guard. All right. What about like that number two slot guy? Are we talking about, are we talking about wide receiver? Yeah. Uh, as Green Bay Packer fans, as in an organization with the certificate to say I own the Green Bay Packers, sure. we don't talk about wide receivers. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, that's a non-issue. Because we could have had T. Higgins, so. True. All right. I mean, for trade deadline for the Bengals, I just if I had to pick a spot, I would love another pass rusher, like a like a third down late pass rusher who can get to the quarterback. Especially with that injury to the Texas guy. Yeah. Um, Asai. Yeah, Joseph. Yeah. Who, what's a team that you think needs one, needs the move at the trade deadline to get them to the playoffs or kind of elevate them to potentially a contender contender? B, who do you think? I think I think the Chiefs need to go get a linebacker. Or a safety. Fuck. No, I think a linebacker. A linebacker I'm and, with him. and fast. Yeah. I'm kind of with that. I don't know which linebacker would kind of be available. I'd have to, you know, kind of do research. Either that or Washington, go get Jimmy Jimmy G. Hmm. Washington football team. I think they're too far out of it, though. Don't you think? No. That division's not winnable, but, like, the NFC wild card is is winnable. I think this— Outside of the the West, we were talking about Rams, Cardinals, the second wild card team is up for grabs. Like, Saints are potentially a wild card team in there. I I think the Saints need to get a receiver. If the Saints go get that's a receiver, a then they have a, they have a chance. They need to upgrade there. They have they have Kamara, and that's it on offense. Like mm-hmm. their offense is not great. You think Sean Payton makes any QB change? No, Winston's playing fine. He's not great. Did but he's you not watch turning Monday Night Football? He's not turning the ball over. Did you watch Monday Night Football? Yes, they have no playmakers. The two worst players on the field were Geno Smith and James Winston. They have no that's playmakers. Fucking awful. They have no playmakers. Fucking. If Kamara, if Kamara doesn't make that fucking Kamara's a dude. Kamara's a dude. Do you have a team? With the news of JJ Watt, if the Cardinals want to win the Super Bowl, I think they need to get a pass rusher. Well, interesting. That's not a bad call. Speaking of best teams. Who is your guys' best team in the AFC and the NFC? We'll start with the AFC. Oof. B, who is your best team in the AFC? Best team in the AFC is the Tennessee Titans. Wow. Um Yeah. They they just do everything. They do everything well. I, I mean, I'm not a big Tannehill guy. I fucking hate the guy, but they do everything well. Interesting. Right. I think they I mean the the two top teams right now Raiders and Bengals are good. I think they both make playoffs, but I think they can't touch the Titans right now. Okay, Morgan? I don't know if there is one. Like I I think No, true. I think there it's, are like five teams that you could all make an argument for that is the best team. Very very understandable. Oh boy. Um I think the Bills right now might be the best team in the AFC. I'm going to go with the Bills, too. I'm gonna, Right now, I think the and Bills. And I picked the team that beat them. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean. But I mean, they beat them. Six a, out of ten. You know what I mean? On a slip on a fourth 
No, fair. Fourth down. That's the, the NFL. Conversation might be different if Josh Allen gets that. I might yeah. not say that. Game. Right. I might not even have the opportunity to say that with three losses. The Bills. You know? The Bills. Inches. The Bills are in the AFC Championship game. They lost to the Chiefs. The Bills haven't regressed. The Chiefs have. You got to think the Bills are the next team up. Until someone knocks them off in the playoffs, I'm saying the Bills. It's good. Who's your NFC team? Go back the other way. Go, Pat, go. Really? Go, Pat, go. Go, Pat, go. Hell yeah. I'm fucking tired. I think the Packers are the best team in the NFC. They're playing the best right now. You can argue the Cardinals. You can argue argue the Bucks. You can argue the Cowboys. You're not wrong in any of those. <clears throat> I'm well, taking was, the, yeah, the I Packers. Mean, but, like, again, to your point about with the whole Bills-Titans round-robin thing, it's like the Cardinals beat the Rams. Rams beat the Bucks. The only team that hasn't lost is the Cardinals. The only undefeated team. I think we're going to find out this week if they truly are the best team in the NFL right. or the NFC. But to this point, I think it's the Cardinals. Fair. That's fair. B? Or the Panthers. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. Actually, someone say the Cowboys. No, it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, you had to say the Bucs, buddy. I'm, I'm going to give them all the respect they they earn until mm-hmm. my team goes Bucks, and take. The Bucs beat the Cowboys. Hey. You know, like, right, we can right. go round and round. But the Bucs are the reigning Super Bowl champions. They are. Haven't lost, really haven't lost a beat. So until my team goes and takes it from them, they're the NFC. My only problem with the Cowboys is McCarthy. Yeah, I know. He hasn't done great. But I remember we're going back to Bolds now. You were saying how the AFC is night and day better than the NFC. Yeah, I might be wrong. NFC there. is way better than the and AFC. And that's just because the Chiefs are fucking dog shit, right? I would I would say just I would say that helps the case, but the Cardinals being so good, Rams being Rams, Bucks, Bucks Cowboys, Cowboys, Packers, the playoffs is going we to be. We all had a different team. Nuts. Yeah, we all just had a different team right now. All right, who are your seven playoff teams for the NFC? Oh, Jesus. Fucking no. You gotta <laughs> I'll okay, start. So Cardinals and Rams. Okay. Fair. Cardinals and Rams. Um, this is fair because we're almost halfway through the season. Packers. Yeah. Okay. Packers there. Um, Bucks. Bucks. Cowboys. Cowboys. And you get two other wild cards. Vikings. Okay. Stop. <laughs> Don't fucking say it. Uh, you got the Saints. You got yeah. Seahawks. Seahawks. Niners. Oh, Panthers. <laughs> Bears. I'm gonna be honest. I actually, I actually think the Panthers might oh be my the next. I, fuck. You gotta put the Niners on the it, fucking pa- Panthers. No, it's too, it's too transitional. We're terrible right now. Honestly, it's Giants, Saints, the Giants, Panthers. The fuck. See that depth of the NFC. Those last two teams were fucking awful. Yeah, but you're gonna go to the AFC, and the NFC is still better. Right. Uh, we'll see. NFC. Who's your teams? Um, same five. Also with Russell being out. Actually, same six with the Vikings wild card. Yeah, I said that. Um, and then my seventh would be the uh, the Niners. I'll I'll say it. Oh, cool, he, dude. He won't. I don't know why. Thanks. I mean, um, I don't know when Russell's gonna come back. I, mean, just, I think you named eight teams. I'm just depressed. What you named eight? He teams. named every fucking NFC team oh. after the top five. They're they're that deep. Uh, I would say <laughs> if if Russell can get back within a week or two, they gotta stop losing fucking games though. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna say Niners. My problem with the Niners. Again. I'll say Niner. I'll say Niners sneak in on a tiebreaker because they somehow beat the Seahawks. I'll go. Obviously, this you know Cardinals, Packers, Rams. I think the Rams, Cowboys, Bucks. 
I think the Vikings make the playoffs. That's fair. And then, I mean, those other, that other team is dog shit. It's it's dog shit. Don't sleep on the Cowboys or the the Giants. Don't I'm s- sleeping on the Niners. Don't sleep on Chicago. I'm going to say the Niners. Oh, I am cool. going to say the Niners. Oh, thanks, game. guys. You're welcome. I'm we'll, just down. We'll say it. I'm just down. He's, I, down, I, the, I, he's yeah. down the dumps. Carson Woods took right. his soul. Kill now us, now kill, go through the AFC. This is, all right. Like this is deeper. This is, is deeper. Is it? Who's right. your seven? Who's I'll your go. seven teams? I'll go. I'll go. Uh, Bills. Um, Chargers. I'll go Titans. Yeah. And uh, Bengals. Fuck yeah! I'll say that. Um, and then I got Raiders, Ravens, and Colts. No Chiefs. No, no Chiefs. Chiefs. That's fucking a deep, and that's still deep as fuck. Who's yours, Kim? That's deep. Titans, Bills. Uh, Raiders, Raiders. What's that division I'm missing? North, Bengals, Ravens. Browns. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Them. Yeah. Bengals, Chiefs, Ravens. No Chargers. No Chargers. Holy shit! I'm going. That's fucking wild. They, yeah, you can go like. You can go like nine deep in the AFC. That's what I mean. It's still better. No, I think that's that's him there's, adding. There's that one extra team. NFC's top heavy. AFC is fucking. There's bottom. that one extra team. There's two or three. You didn't have the Colts. That's true. I said Colts earlier. You didn't have the Browns. <laughs> yeah, Browns are in the dumpster right now. I don't. The I got Browns should be a playoff team, but they're not. I got Bills, Titans, Bengals, Chargers. And then after that, I got Chiefs. Stop disrespecting them. Chiefs, Raiders, Browns. No Ravens. No, the Ravens are a mess. Like, look, the Ravens have been trying to hide these injuries for weeks and they've been getting by. I think the Ravens are going to spiral. I I truly do. I I don't disagree. I think the Browns get in. I I mean, my whole thing with the Ravens were... At some point, it's going to catch up to them. So, I mean, I could see it, but for them to come out there and beat the Chargers the way they did, I thought that was really see. Impressive. I didn't say I didn't say Ravens. I didn't say Colts. I didn't say Raiders. I didn't say Patriots. Because said the Raiders. Oh, I did say Raiders. Yeah. So Patriots. Raiders. He said Raiders. They're all and Chiefs and Chargers. That's three. Best division football go. NFC West with Russ. Without with Russ. Russ. Yeah. With Russ for sure. That's the best division. I mean, at one point, any four of those teams could win that division. I think it's a toss-up. You can argue NFC well, West. He's saying present day that he's hurt. Then what do you got? I think it's the AFC West. AFC North. Broncos are fucking. I think but the then AFC, Big Ben, Steelers is kind of a mess. They're winning games. They've won like two or three in a row. I guess the Seahawks. <laughs> I mean, they beat the Broncos too, but I mean. I don't know. I, I don't know. The, it, it's a tough question. The whatever West you pick, it's gonna depict. Yeah. All right. Big. Well, big nuts play of the week. Who is your big nuts play of the week? I mean, I know we had some. Mine. It, mine is Mike Evans, three oh. touchdown game, and gave Tom Brady's six hundred ball away to a fan. Wild. Big nuts. Yeah. Big nuts. Mike Evans. Okay, Morgan. Uh, I've talked about him a little bit, but the Giants and Danny Dimes. I kind of I like I like what I'm seeing over there actually weirdly enough. That was hey, do you see the catch he had? Yeah. That was fucking sweet. That's kind of why. He's weirdly athletic. 
I'm going Jamar Chase. 201. You have to. A tug Chuck. on Humphreys. Have I to. mean, I mean, unbelievable. I just, um, you got, I mean, he's had a great game. He's just proven week in, week out. I mean, Uzama had a better game, but two tugs no, for Uzama. No one wants to talk about it. <laughs> Tied, National tight end day, too. All right, let's get into the picks this week. Week six of the competition. We're going to start on Thursday night. I don't know if this will be out in time. We're going to try to get it out for this game. Packers at Cardinals. No Devontae Adams as of right now. No Alan Lazard. We'll start with you, Kim. Who do you got? Yeah, I mean, you said it right there. No Devontae. Um, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. You're going to go with the Cardinals? I mean, I get it, you know, just on the fact that what they're going through right now and those guys. Um, Mac is going to take the Cardinals as well. I think he's kind of going to be on the same boat with you as far as those injuries. I'm going Packers. I'm going Packers. These are the games, and I mean, maybe kind of talked about earlier in the week. This is where Aaron Rodgers just Aaron Rodgers, and he just fucking takes over. And you're using throw to guys you've never heard of, and he's going to make stupid plays, and he's going to find a way to get it done. Great quarterbacks make receivers, honestly. Yeah, fucking a, throw them open. B, who do you got? Packers, um, by fifty. Aaron Rodgers, 6-0 and in games Devontae Adams has missed since Matt LaFleur has been the coach. They're better without him. Yep. <laughs> they're not. They're, see, this is a misconception. They're not better, better without, without him. You said that. Aaron Rodgers plays a cleaner game without him. Okay. When you have a guy like Devontae, there is forced situation and forced plays you put in the playbook to get him the ball in open field because you know if you give him the ball at five yards, he could turn it into 40. Right. He will tear this defense up it's a great thursday night game finally and i'm i'm betting i'm betting a hundred dollars randall cobb has a touchdown Ooh, okay like that prop all right see there's that browns who gives a fuck i'm gonna take the browns came over who you got i'm gonna take the browns as well max going with the steelers the shocker can both teams lose this game that's what i want to know i'm going browns nick chubb is healthy so three and one, Lone Wolf and Mac on the Steelers. All right, big game. Titans at Colts. Colts are actually a one point favorite in Saw this that. game. B, who do you got? Colts, all day. Max going with the Titans. I as well am going to go with the Titans. Of course, I'm a Titans guy. Kim I Org. as well will go with the Colts. Oh yeah, we. You know, we split this game the same way every time. Every time we yeah. split this every year, we do this shit. I, who's better, Wentz or Tannehill? Tannehill, not even close. I think it's very close, and I think Wentz is better. Wow, that's absurd to me. I just hate Tannehill. I know. you just That's not even. <laughs> He's the most overrated quarterback in the NFL. That's such bullshit. All right. Jimmy G, way better. The game that K. Morgan will be at. Yes, Niners sir. at the Bears in Soldier Field. Yes, sir. Two kind of dumpster Doubling it up my weekend, by the way. Yeah. That's going. fucking sweet, dude. Yeah, I'm fired up. Second double up of the year. Well, it's just, cr- it's just crazy that we planned the Notre Dame trip first, and we're like, Huh, I wonder if the nine or who the Bears are playing. I'll be in Chicago. Fucking 49ers. Like, that's incredible. So that's obviously so very sick. excited about that. Good to see Soldier Field. So I'm guessing you're taking the Niners in this game? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh Mac is also gonna take the Niners. Oh, thanks, Mac. B, who do you got? Chicago. Wow, the Bears, huh? Um yeah. Is Robert Quinn still out and Hicks? Hicks is out. And Mac, and Mac, Mac might not IR. play. Allen Robinson might get traded. I'm going the Niners. Uh, Justin Fields. Give me the Niners. Give me Justin Fields. 
All right, Sunday night football. We have in the front of K-Morg. Cowboys at the Vikings. I think this is a sneaky good game. Sneaks. Mac is going to take the Cowboys. B, who do you got? Fuck me. I'm not picking two division teams in a row. I'm not picking two division teams in a row. Vikings. Wow. Vikings at home. I think we know who K-Morg's going to go with. Yeah. Feed them, Cowboys. Feed that man. Give me some Zeke. Give me the Vikings. Do it. Give me the Vikings. I'm going to take the Vikings. I think um, this is a really close game. I know Kirk Cousins does not play well in prime time, but regardless, I got to go with them. Wait, hold on. It's Sunday night? Yeah. Kirk Cousins not winning this game. (laughs) I'm switching. You're switching? I'm switching. He's not not winning this game. Uh, All right. Cowboys. So I'm lone wolf on the Vikings, then. I, right. Honestly, that has so much factor of Kirk Cousins never winning a primetime game. Lock of the week. B, who are you going with? Can I pick my lock and upset? Does the same team, does that count? Or no? All three upset. if you want. What Do the it all. hell? Uh, Do it all. Lock of the week, I'm going with... I'm just looking at it now. Um, You could get a million points if you say Packers for all three. Just a heads up. Jeez, Louise Blaine. All in if you one want game. to drive again to Green Bay, that'd be worth yeah, it. Yeah, I'll, I'll drive immediately. We're we're gonna go with against the, the dumpster fire dolphins. We're gonna go lock uh Buffalo. That's a good pick. Fuck. Mac is taking the Bengals against the Jets. Yeah. Jets don't have no Zach Wilson. He's fucking banging. Joe out. Flacco. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Rams. Texans are a dumpster fire. They traded away Mark Ingram today. Brandon Cooks was pissed off. Give me the Rams. I'm taking the Rams as well. All right. Upset of the week. B, who do you got? Don't fucking ever disrespect my Packers. Wow. Double up. I respect it. Yeah, why not? I mean, why not? At this point, just just go for it. It's not why not. That's a fucking lock. Mac is going to go with the Saints. Wow, against the Bucks. At home. I was looking at that myself. Okay, Morgan, who do you got? I hate it so much. Patriots on the road. I I at the Chargers. Yep. Yeah, I mean it's I not a great. To, I was supposed to go to this game. I thought you were supposed to go to fucking Arizona for the Packers, Cardinals. Wasn't yeah, that a thing? I didn't realize it was a Thursday. Yeah, yeah. I work like a normal person. That would have oh, been okay. cool. Yeah, I know. And then fucking sweet. Who are you taking? There's some tough. It's tough this week. Some of my coworkers are going though, and my ticket got sold. That's I'm. Cool. I'm gonna take the Saints. Fuck. Yeah. The Saints. I don't like the I don't like it this week. I gotta stay perfect on my upsets though. I'm fucking perfect on it. Yeah. You didn't double up with me? Should have. Nah, I want hey. I want you to experience your points. I don't want to overshadow your points if you get your points. You deserve <laughs> to have an upset by yourself. Like Cockbag. See? No, I'm just I'm hey, being by a myself. nice guy. By myself. You're ruining your streak, by the way. I might, I might. I'll, I'll wear it. I think you did. All right. I think you ruined your streak. Flex with my fifty. Clear eyes, full heart, can't lose fantasy. Um, this is from I, B. Ramick himself. Can I read it? You can read it. B. Ramick wrote little, this. I'm us. a little drunk. So I'm going to read it. He said, here we go. This is B. Ramick. I wanted him to be here. He said, first off, fuck all of you for talking <laughs> shit last week. Yes, I'm still doing is this. Is this directed at us? Or yeah, like, it's at us. us oh. three. Did you listen to last week's podcast? We just fucking ate him alive. Why we're allowing him to do this when he's so bad at fantasy. <laughs> he goes, do we really? Yes. Yeah. He goes, yes. I still have good picks, you fucks. I've hit almost every time this year besides tight ends and have helped B win at least $20 oh, in draft A full $20 Kings. in draft A Kings. full $20. Uh, 
Just because I'm two and five in fantasy yeah, doesn't mean I can't make good picks. It's not my fault. Fan of my fantasy team decided to have a low T and not <laughs> perform this year. So that's his rant. Let's see his recap. <laughs> At least we know he listens. Before, hold on. Before the recap, are we getting into the trade of Palooza? The trade of Mageddon? So we'll trade Topia. We had about 3,500 trades Dude. in our fantasy league yesterday. For no apparent reason. Both of you announced how many trades you specifically made. I had how, just four. number. I had four, four trades. trades. B, how many trades did you have? I had, I think I had three. It. There were monster trades. Joey had three. I will. I will two. go through a couple of them. Just say the. I mean, don't say each player. Yeah. yeah. But like, just say the number of trades yeah. that were processed. I'll say it was me and Cody had a three-person trade. Then Cody and Brandon had a four-person trade. And then Cody and Joey had a three-person trade. Then Cody and, and me had another three-person trade. Four. Then Joey and Ryan had a three-person trade. Joey and Brandon had a four-person trade. That was it? Okay. So six or seven, I think I counted. There was probably like 45 I want to say there trade. were more. It wasn't... I thought Mitch was involved in one. No, you know, so it was only it was only half the league. Oh, so oh, that's it. It was only it, half the league traded. We we woke up this morning. I was looking. I was with Cy last night, and I, it would like <laughs> buzz up on my phone, and I look at him. I'm like, again. So we're all just looking. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Outside of the accepted trades, the amount of conversations held last you night. You sent group me chat, a trade and then declined it. Yeah, because I because <laughs> I needed him as a part of a, of a different trade. It, it got insane last night that we marked this day as trade mageddon we talked probably five straight hours on a group chat maybe longer different trade scenarios rejected accepted it was wild bang my fucking line was said a million times last night dude this i've never seen anything like it in a fantasy that's what makes fantasy football so great half the league's team is completely different than yesterday how many players do you have on your team that you started with I have. I know and the day I, before. Just I know say that. Just I know my before. answer. How many? From, from draft. Okay, from draft. From draft till now, I have Amari Cooper, Kareem Hunt, and Justin Tucker. Wow, that's it. Both defenses, both kickers, <laughs> and then two other players. Wow, that's it. That's it. That's it. All right, let's get into it. And this is why we think B. Raymond's a piece of shit and why he sucks at this. Let's recap Week Seven. First guy. Sam Darnold, Lost he said 258, so <laughs> 30 rushing yards, three actual touchdowns. He had 111 yards, one, <laughs> one passing interception, and got benched. Oh, what, do you, what do you have to say about he that? He says it's not my fault. The Panthers have fooled all of America. They're frauds. Darnold is terrible. That actually is your fault. You picked fucking Sam Darnold <laughs> to be your, your fault. fault. Running back, he had Daryl Henderson. He said 115 yards, one actual touch or one touchdown. Actual stat line, 64 yards. Also... <laughs> They said, this is also not my fault. I blame McVay. All right. Uh, why do we allow him to keep doing this? All right. Receiver. This is fucking terrible. He said Jacoby Myers. He said eight receptions, 95 yards. Actual stat line, five receptions, 44 yards. His thing said, what if I told you the pass score 54 points and Myers couldn't get in once? What in the fuck? Guy is apparently going to go his entire <laughs> NFL career without scoring. Never had a touchdown. Never had a touchdown. Jacoby Myers has never had an NFL touchdown. Best receiver to never have a touchdown, probably. All right. Tight end. He had Mike Isecki. He said seven seven receptions, sixty four yards, one actual <laughs> stat, one actual or one I'm touchdown. Re- I'm reading ahead. Actual stat line was seven receptions, eighty five yards, and a touchdown. I'm a genius. He's, he's, <laughs> nice. he's fucking amazing. He's amazing. Yeah. Hey, he hit a tight end. 
Yeah, he hit a tight end, not anyone end. else. The only thing he hit. All right, to defense, how, how he ironic. Had, defense, he had the Cardinals, three sacks, two interceptions, 10 points allowed. Actual stat line was two sacks, one forced fumble, five points allowed. That's fine. Good, that's a good call. Yeah. Good, you picked a defense and a, deep, and a tight end. Great uh, job. I'm sure everyone won on that. Mr. Relevant. All right, week eight. Let's see what the fuck he has to say about this. Kirk Cousins, 278, three touchdowns. You like that? Uh, on Sunday Night Football. Like against the Cowboys. Cowboys. Damn it. Bold. All right. That means you. That means Kirk Cousins uh, yeah. is going to get benched. <laughs> fucking terrible. All right, running back. Here you go, too. Joe Mixon, 110, two total t- TDs. Who day? I think he he really does Fuck. light up. I think New they're going to feed Mixon. I do think yeah. they're going to feed. Receiver, he has DJ Moore, nine receptions, 102 yards, <laughs> one touchdown. I know the Panthers are frauds, but DJ's going to have a good game. I will say, like, they were used him, like, amazing with CMC being out. He was running out of the backfield, swing routes. Like, he was doing some great things with Joe Brady, and, like, they're not even using him anymore. I don't know what the hell is going on. I have no idea what's going on. Put me in the booth. Right, right in, he has Dalton Schultz, <laughs> seven receptions, 62 yards, and a touchdown. I don't like that he put two of my fantasy guys in there. I'm 0-7. I need a win. Yeah. I don't know who that's on. No, Defense. he gets he gets one hit, like one really good hit. So that could be it. Defense, he has the Bengals D, four sacks, two interceptions, zero points allowed. <laughs> shutout. Oh, zero shit. points allowed. Just playing a some, shutout? Jets playing some slapdick at QB, and the Bengals D is playing lights out. Don't disrespect Joe Flacco. It's not Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco's gonna be inactive. It's oh really? White. Someone. Is it Mike White? Brady White? Mike White. Uh, Mike White. Mike White. It yeah. sounds like a Michigan guy that never <laughs> threw not, the football. That does sound like a Michigan. Guy. We might have to that look was, that, that up. That was Mike Hart. He was the running back. <laughs> okay, he was my dude. We He's actually the running back coach at Michigan now. All right. Anyways, that's TD podcast, NFL and college football. We'll be back right now with the uh, second episode this week. We're doing two for you this week. So. NFL, college football, let's win some games this week, boys. Let's get some information college football handed to us, and let's clear up the the best teams in the NFC picture. All right, we're out.